0: This is a Project Humanoid
1: production. Whammo. So we're going to start off with a little bit of a serious thing here. Uh, this is the Pride episode. T- very end of June, it is Pride month, so that's what we're going to be covering today. And let's just throw out some statistics here. 61% of bisexual women and 44% of lesbian women experience rape, physical violence, or stalking by an intimate partner. That's compared to 35% of heterosexual women. 26% of gay men and 37% of bisexual men experience rape, physical violence, or stalking by an intimate partner. 46% of bisexual women have been raped compared to 17% of heterosexual women and 13% of lesbians. 22% of bisexual women have been raped by an intimate partner compared to 9% of heterosexual women. 40% of gay men and 47% of bisexual men have experienced sexual violence other than rape, compared to 21% of heterosexual men. If you or anybody you know is dealing with something like this, there is help out there. That uh, You can just look up many different sources. One that we would recommend is the uh, National Help Center, which would be 1-800-246-PRIDE. That's 1-800-246-7743.
0: Now, for a very
1: special Murder, My Dude. I'm starting to think that we're doing these serious opens now because you don't want to come up with jokes at the beginning of the show. Yes. Humanoid. This is murder, my dude. I'm BP Bird. and I'm Jackson Wells. And it is June still, as we record this. It sure is. And June is Pride Month for the I guess I guess the preferred nomenclature now is LGBT plus. Really? Yeah, because it used to be like LGBTQ, and then it was like LGBTQIA. And I think it was like LGBTQIAA, and now I think like, the shorthand just because there's so many different identity things, and, um, there's LGBTQ, or LGBT plus, I think is the, is the preferred nomenclature of the time. That is the preferred nomenclature, dude. Yes. Uh, maybe we'll do Chinaman on another episode. Is there an Asian <laughs> history? <laughs> that is not the preferred nomenclature. <laughs> We don't say Chinaman? <laughs> no.
0: No, we don't. We okay. Don't say, uh, we don't say that. All right. Now, as a 39-year-old white male, uh-huh. I'm, one, wrong. Okay. About everything. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, and now I'm going to make light of certain situations. What I'm not going to make light of is uh, the murders that, that we're going to cover today.
1: Yeah, and these are so, a little bit bigger ones, but maybe haven't heard the whole story, but we're going to talk about some bigger ones that have been very famous. Uh Each one of these had, like, some sort of play or movie or book written about it, but they are really the keystone moments of, of or for at least three of the ones we're going to cover, are really, like, big keystone moments that have really shown the danger that you can be in just for being gay, like, or just being different or being queer or whatever you want to say.
0: Um, Unfortunately, uh, far too many of these deaths are at the hands of government officials, uh, whether it's ice or uh, a police officer or are because of the, uh, the hate spewed by Baptist ministers, um, which have happened there. There's a, there's a Baptist minister who, um, I don't have it off I don't have the the thing in front of me. I would have the notes pulled up on my phone, but my phone is almost dead oh. and my phone charger is uh messed up like i have to
1: set i have to set it on a table like at a certain position <laughs> i have i have i have a similar problem. I can only use those uh, q i chargers key chargers that mm-hmm. where they get to lay it on a pad and it charges the phone like by contact right because my charging port is completely like messed up on my phone so i cannot charge it with a cord i need to use one of those charging pads
0: yeah um well for like uh for example like this this one i saw this one case i was reading through uh just different lgbt plus i believe that's it's not lgbtq plus it could be lgbt plus
1: it could be here's here's the thing with that I don't. I can't keep up with everything. I'm getting old. Well, I think that's where the. I think that's the idea behind the plus part, right? Because that way you're you're not excluding anyone, right? It's all inclusive. Well, I'm pansexual, so I don't fit into any of these things. So okay, well then. I do
0: think, however, with with certain things like that, it's like I think some people just want to be, um, you know, like I'm 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 a large man. I don't know what I'm supposed to be called today. Am I supposed to be fat? Is 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 that the F word? I believe you are a person of size. Oh, see, no, I'm a fat guy size. is what I am. I am
1: going to argue against that because it's just what I like. There is a certain there is a certain group that does kind of try to reclaim it. Almost like how queer used to be an insult, but now it's a... Actually, it wasn't thing. an insult at first. Queer, well, at, 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 at a point it was. Right, well, right. Yeah, for a while it was. Right. But now it's it's actually just like a separate thing. It's it's queer. It's, it's something that is a positive right? Thing. just like gay gay
0: was happy and then it became like i mean it was always not always but it, eventually it, it got attached to a person that was like homosexual
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then then it became like a thing where it's like oh dude that's so you know if you're saying like oh that's so gay yeah then people will argue against it um saying oh i don't mean a gay person i mean like it's like but that's what you meant right you know I, I just have a hard time keeping up with what's okay and what's not okay. Like we, we discussed on one episode how retard, like I, I see it all the time. Like I'll see people saying it all the time, like, but it, it's typically people my age that mm-hmm. are still saying like, oh, that's retarded.
1: It's funny. Uh, last night on Netflix, I was watching the live Monty Python special they did in London at the O2 Arena and. It was it's called like five down one to go be- or one down five to go because Graham Chapman's dead and the other ones are still alive. And the and the in the opening they have like a like a blue police box like Doctor Who's TARDIS, but it says retardis on the TARDIS, and that's what they come out in on stage at the very beginning. And this when was this done? Like twenty fourteen. Oh, see they can't
0: they wouldn't probably wouldn't do it today. Maybe Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> things things have changed.
0: It depends on who you're um who your audience is too like and it's also a british
1: thing primarily and there might be different roles there uh, no, in, no, absolutely because like, i think the go-to insult there would be like mong or mongoloid like something like that so
0: in in england like especially in comedy like they call everybody cunt
1: yeah like that is not a that is not the nuclear bomb that it is word here that it is here yeah yeah uh to me calling somebody a cunt is like somebody
0: calling me an asshole right You know, I I feel that it's, it's equal. I don't think that a word like that should, I don't think you should assign, like, power to it like that. I think it's just an insult, you know? You calling me, like, calling me an asshole is an insult, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I could say, oh my God, that's the worst thing ever that you could say to me, but it's like, where, at what point does at what point the uh, is that accepted where it's like this is a nuclear bomb or it, a nu- nuclear nuclear like, nuclear bomb is a nuclear bomb nuclear as, as uh, bush uh, would
1: say as bush 43 would say yeah.
0: uh is it is it like a collective thing is it like a societal thing yeah yeah that pretty much yeah see i don't if if i'm going to say cunt and somebody's going to be really offended i'm just going to ignore that person right. because for me it's like just stop it like you're that's where i am and i i think i think that there's a lot more to be you know enraged at like you know trump and ice and things like that
1: uh the cases that we're going to get to yeah it's very funny uh well, not very funny but there's been some uh not funny at all actually there has been a lot of you're gonna get canceled
0: <laughs> there has been a lot of B.P. Burke says it was funny.
1: No, no. There's He's going to be completely taking it out, <laughs> take it out of context. It's interesting that you brought up, that up because there's been a lot of back and forth this week about politicians who have called the the uh, the camps where they're putting children who are coming over the border, like where they're being separated from their families. Internment poli- camps? Well, some people are calling them concentration camps. And some people are like, well, you can't say that because like Okay. Uh,
0: okay. So they're right. You can't because of. Uh, you can say, well, they're being concentrated. I get that, but yeah, when they're shaving their heads and they're tattooing them and then they're throwing them in ovens, or not uh, ovens, but rooms with like Zyklon B right. and shit like that, then you could call them concentration camps. Then I would
1: call them death camps.
0: That's what a lot of the concentration camps. Yeah, a lot of them were. were
1: death camps. Yeah.
0: Um can you go I don't know it's tough uh, if if you're hold on for a second now you, you brought you brought up a good point because if there's going to be a line if there's a line between death camps and uh death camps and tro- wow well, I can't speak concentration camps if there's a a line there then and and obviously death camps are the
1: worst yes
0: uh then are these camps that these children are being put into today are they concentration camps
1: yes yes they are um, but no, are they? In my opinion, they are. It's, it's a matter of opinion. Uh, but, <laughs> but why? Just because it's literal they're literally being concentrated? Yes, because they're being herded into a, a camp with no real plan on what to do with them beyond having them in this camp. And But don't you think that it, It's really
0: funny. Don't you think but but don't you think, though, that that there is a uh a big distinction between the concentration camps
1: of nazi germany and today yes the big the big dis- distinction is these are not death camps
0: no but they but, are not but, but now that now people. that we're separating now that we're separating death camps and concentration camps right even from the 40s mm-hmm. so with that said now today is there a difference between the concentration camps of the
1: 1940s in nazi germany and and the what you would call a concentration camp today. I'm sure the standard of living is slightly better, even though they're trying to fight to not get them toothpaste or toilet paper or things like that. And they're eating like one, they, some places they're feeding them like one burrito a day. Like that's all they're eating. Um, that is so fucking racist. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. um But no, but the thing I was getting at too, that I said was kind of funny. Is somebody tried to invoke something that's called, I think it's called Godwin's Law or Goodwin's Law. I forget the guy's last name. Hold on. They're giving them a burrito because they're Mexican. You
0: know what would be the biggest slap in the face? If they went to, like, fucking Taco Bell. And got a fucking Taco Bell burrito to give them. Like, they couldn't even get them an authentic fucking taco. Well, I'm sure these aren't high quality. They're going to Taco Bell and gonna, getting Taco Bell burritos I for like these. Taco
1: burritos. Bell burritos.
0: Yeah, of course you do. Because you're a shithead that likes shitty Taco Bell. By the way, Taco Bell, guess what? Never, ever sponsor us. I don't want your sponsorship. I'll, I'll take
1: love, I'll take your sponsorship.
0: I bro. don't want it. Nor do I want yours, Del Taco. Hashtag Be- Ed hashtag fuck off fake taco places because if I want a taco I want it to be authentic from I don't know my Mexican friend that uh used to own the Tex-Mex Diner here in uh Pottsville Pennsylvania okay
1: well that diner's not open anymore so Taco Bell it
0: is god I miss you Miriam (laughs) Miriam was great I would go there for her
1: Tacos de lengua. They were very good. It's uh, tongue tacos for those non-Spanish speaking people. But what I was I was getting to was uh, there's this thing called, I think it's Goodwin's Law. Or I think I'm pretty sure it's Goodwin's Law. But the guy who came up with it is basically like, he said that any argument online, if you let it go long enough, it's going to get to somebody comparing somebody else to Hitler. Of course. A- and somebody somebody pointed that out because of, oh, they're calling them concentration camps. And then the guy who came up with this law, I think his name was Goodwin, he's like, I think they're concentration camps.
0: I think people wanna say they're concentration camps to make the make them seem as bad as uh Nazi Germany and I don't think that they are, so that's why I'm a I am not for them calling them concentration camps. Because I think that there is a distinction. I think that they're not gonna go through the same plight that uh that the Jews went through. I I'm sure it's bad. Yeah, I think like
1: four kids have died, or like three or four. That's kids have and that's died. awful.
0: Not one should have died, not one should have fucking died, and and one is too many. You know, as the old adage goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that there's a distinction between, and I, I don't think I don't think it's the same. I don't think it's anywhere near near what it was in Nazi Germany. Call it something else have a different name for it i'm with those people that are like don't fucking call it a concentration camp because it's not i'm with i'm on that side okay i'm on the i'm I'm on the side of authentic tacos you're on the side of shitty taco bell tacos Uh you want sand in your tacos just like you have it and you're fucking you can't say that so i was going to (laughs) say in your vagina but we're not allowed to say that especially on this episode i'll wait till next week to say it (laughs) Is that part
1: of the, the uh, rebranding, the re-branding. Or reformatting? You're it's gonna- not
0: exactly a rebranding or a reformatting, though there are other things that are going to come. Uh, and by the way, I said next week, I mean next episode. Don't know if it's going to happen next week. Might take a week off. Oh, okay. Might take a week off to, you know, for, for this show to get a facelift.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's the... Uh- it, it, and we just kind of got got off on a thing there because of the semantics of it, but there that, are real things that are happening to people just because of their sexual orientation, yeah, and uh, that's absolutely. what this episode is going to be more about.
0: Uh, so, so let me, let me give you a little bit of background. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll I'm going to, I'm going to, like, just give you a little bit of history of, of my background. I'm just going to give you some of my history because I think that it's important to know that for this episode. Um, so when I was six years old, I was raped. When I was uh, 10 years old, I had uh, sex with a boy. It was like a, you know, we were messing around and, you know, well, when I was nine, I was showed how to masturbate by a boy. Mm-hmm. a boy showed me how to masturbate I was 10 it was a different boy we had sex we had sex with each other in each other's buttholes that's where we had the sex it was also in a kitchen i can make jokes like clue yes with the can- <laughs> not with a candlestick i hope. Uh, I mean it was kind of oh. like a candlestick okay uh wow. at 10 jesus yeah we were kinky the, the thing is is i can make jokes this is also it's not just a murder podcast it's a comedy podcast i make jokes about certain things is it is it funny that i was raped no but if i make a joke about it it's because i like to 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 make light of a situation because it's a fucking shitty situation that's why a lot of there's a lot of jewish comedians you know Mm -hmm. because these people were put through the fucking ringer in life and they are like oh hey my life is shit let's be funny yeah you know um for me i make a lot of jokes And if I want to say something like you have sand in your vagina, I know that there's somebody that's going to be uh, somebody out there that's going to get really offended by by me saying that. All right. Now, do I identify as a as a gay male? No, I don't. Uh, I'm not a gay man and I don't even consider myself a bisexual man. I consider myself a man who would suck a dick for the right amount of money, (laughs) like 10 bucks
1: and two cheeseburgers. But definitely not one of those Taco Bell fucking tacos. You really have it out for Taco Bell today? Fucking hate it. <laughs> There's a lot of things I hate. I have to rant about
0: them because for. what? Here's what happens. So, so I know because it's, it's like a collective get on with it. Uh, uh, we have these like Grubhub and Dime Dash, uh, whatever these Doordash. DoorDash Dine and dash. I was. That's what we used to do. Yeah, yeah. That's what we did at diners growing up. Um, I mean, not me. Uh, kids that I knew. Um, Grubhub, uh, Uber Eats, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So they do not deliver Taco Bell,
1: right, around this area, but they deliver. Do they deliver KFC? Uh Grubhub. You have to go pick it up. You can order it, but you pick it up. I think Doordash (laughs) will actually deliver it. Oh, DoorDash will do. Okay. So wait a minute. You have to
0: order it and go pick it up. Uh, why don't you just use your phone?
1: I guess it's for people that don't want to actually call and call in an order, but they want to pick it up and have it ready when they they get there. Oh my goodness!
0: That's the problem with today. That's the... literally that, that. That's a huge problem in 2019. Fucking assholes like you that are like, I don't want to make a fucking phone call. Oh my god. What's What's what? What? And, anyway. I think I think the thing is is that there's like it's 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 a college thing. That's why a lot of comedians don't like to do college towns. Uh-huh. Because uh I'm not saying that liberal kids are, are are a problem. I think that it's they their hearts are in the right place. It's just that they don't have enough experience in life. And we were there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like we were there. Well, actually I don't think we were there. We were a little bit different because when we were 18 years old we were actually libertarian
1: we were a different kind of stupid
0: but we weren't awful like i wasn't i wasn't racist i wasn't sexist i wasn't any of those it was we just basically i think that i think i was libertarian because you were libertarian and you were libertarian because you wanted uh drugs i was that it was just like hey it seems yeah, cause like because you wanted drugs yeah which is funny because i don't do drugs you don't do drugs no uh but, but I think people should be able to. When I say that, I meant yeah. you wanted uh, drugs to be legalized, legalized yeah. right? Because you did a big, uh, like like a big project s- on big it, big yeah. project in school, right?
1: Because um, yeah, I think, like, I think that the drugs, the drug war, is used to reinforce racism and injustice, and, right. and things yeah. like that. That's you're, you're like, that you're like, dude, I, I don't even do drugs, like even d- if they were legal, I wouldn't do
0: them. It's funny because I bounce I, I was talking to somebody uh, who was saying that they bounce between social socialism and libertarianism and to me it's like how i bounced
1: once and i was like socialism is good for me i'm gonna stay there
0: right i can't go all the way um there's certain things but anyway i think that uh these these 18 year old kids today i think if it's somewhere between like 18 and 25 their hearts are in the right places uh but they they're just getting too offended by things you know like i think i think there is such thing as getting too offended because at at some point then it's like what can we say what can't we you know what can't right. we say and then they're trying to i think it's people like that that are trying to like mold society and like what what we're allowed to say and it gets scary then if you do say something if you say Uh, retard. Like, which we've talked about before. How we'll say retard, yeah, just because it's funnier to say retard, and then somebody's going to get offended still by
1: intellectually disabled is what you should say.
0: I can't say that in a funny way, like saying retard.
1: No, no, it's not. It's not nearly as funny.
0: And then somebody said, well, just don't say the word at all. To me, it's like saying why, you know, or it's not what (laughs) to me it's it is saying why. Like, I'm asking you why. Like, why can't I say that word? Because it's what like I don't understand whose feelings it might hurt it was it was what the word was that's how it was used to describe people yeah. and now it's a new thing, so if it's a new thing you have a new what did you say intellectually disabled yeah okay well Person then why, well then why can't that word retard now mean something else why can't it just mean like oh you're
1: stupid like because it, it just it, it's because society has like decided that it has a negative connotation some some society because there's a whole lot of there's another side of society
0: that says it's okay right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i don't think that 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 is mutually exclusive with uh racists and bigots and i think it's just a group of people because i'll i will still say the word sometimes you know now there's other words that uh that i won't say Mm -hmm. anymore right They go Okay. I won't say that word. That's not true, because I said that in the previous episode. You did, yeah. I did. Mick. I won't say that. Uh-huh. Those highly offended Irish people. Yep. Uh, no. Um. Uh, what The F word for gay people. Right, right. French. I won't say
1: the French. Now, now the French are going to get mad at us. You said we are gay. All of <laughs> French the, yeah, the They're going to get more mad at my bad accent than... Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: no, but... There are certain things that I'm like, all right, that, that I, I won't say that I did say when I was younger. Um, that I thought that I had more. I was like, Hey, I'm part, I guess, or whatever. Like, I've dabbled, you know, I've dabbled. Mm -hmm. So, like, don't I get a pass? But it's a pass, (laughs) but but don't I get my, um, my, my F card? (laughs) Yeah. Hush. Um, you know you know how like you go to like Planet Fitness and Well
1: no I'll... No, I don't. Oh. Not okay. at all.
0: Well anyway, you go to Planet of Fitness if you had the I, black I, I card. Heard, I've
1: heard the concept of Planet Fitness. Yeah, yeah. Well there's food there.
0: Yeah. There's uh food a lot of places. Where and you don't Taco have to Bell. <laughs> Yeah, right. Where you don't have to work out. Fucking fuck Taco Bell. Uh <laughs> if you go there, and you get the black card at Planet of Fitness, you can have like a guest pass. Uh-huh. I wanna know it's like can I get that guest
1: pass? <laughs> for for saying certain things you know i'm just like, i guess it's not that important to me to just not be able to say things like it's like okay i can, I can go my entire life without saying yeah retard well, again well right like, and you don't have to say retard you don't have to say faggot
0: i don't have to say retard and faggot ever again i really don't because it's really not that important right. and,
1: and if it's not and so that's why it's, it's not a big deal for me well, no and it's not a big deal for me either but
0: for the people that do and there are good people out there that may say the word uh I'm like, I guess I am kind of like on the side of, hey, do you have to say it? Can't you just not say it? You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but, but if you do say it, you shouldn't get canceled. You know, like it depends on. Well, good, because
1: you said it twice.
0: Well, i'm not calling somebody and I'm, right, right. I'm i'm using it in the gosh you can see that's now that's the problem when you say it and in the context that i'm saying it in like talking about the word yeah, in a
1: clinical sense
0: yeah and then somebody gets mad at that it's like you need to relax now i i was just listening to a podcast of these uh Opian anthony uh fans and they've been doing the same podcast for like 12 or 13 years mm-hmm. and all they were saying in it was they, they just kept calling each other the F word uh-huh. back and forth over and over again. And I'm like, oh, it's still 2003 yeah. because because they're, they're like just their style of humor. Just ha- it hasn't changed, you know, mm-hmm. and I I can see now, though, I can see, as I'm saying it, I'm kind of like, oh, we should protect, well, you know, like, we should protect free speech, as I'm thinking in my head, we should protect free speech, and then
1: I'm like, oh, wait, wait, there's all this hate attached to it. Right, and it's also free speech, because nobody's saying arrest them. That's what free speech is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, no, Free no. speech doesn't protect you from getting, quote-unquote, canceled. Right. Like, that's not a First Amendment issue. That is a society has decided to shun people to do that. Yeah. It's a different well, it's thing. funny
0: because you'll see people like on Facebook. It's like, I should be able to say what I
1: want. Free speech. It's like, that's not how it works. You can. You just don't, Facebook doesn't have to let you do it on their platform. Right. That they own like that. <laughs> that's the thing. People think this all the time that
0: you right. should be able to. And it's like, yeah, that they should be able to say whatever they want when they want. It's like, uh, you know, it doesn't apply to things like that, like platforms like that or, I don't know, places of business. Just because right. it's in America doesn't mean that you can go in and just start screaming these things mm-hmm. at people. But but anyway, listening to this, uh, this I'm not even going to mention this podcast. Um, there's just so much, uh, 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 what's the word, like vitriol? Vitriol, okay. I was actually thinking vitriol. Um, th- th- just spewing out, I'm like, wow. And, and you could tell that they keep saying it because they're like, ah, look, I'm not afraid to say the word. And they just keep saying it back and forth. And then like two guys are saying it and then a girl's saying it and then because it's mostly guys in this in this and it's like holy shit like i feel like i was transported back and i go wow i i realized that i am not a 23 year old guy anymore i'm a 39 year old guy and i have kids and i don't want ki- my kids talking like that right you know and it may maybe i i'm i'm weak to them or i'm soft to them but you know I, i'd rather be weak and soft you're just a cuck that's all I I am a cock. Yes, okay. I am a I'm a cock. You're an
1: SJW libtard.
0: Yes, right. Because I think that hatred like that, uh, th- that's there's a lot of hatred. I was gonna say in their heart, but do they have a heart? I mean, technically they do. Like in their body,
1: yes, they're uh, living. So yes, they do have a heart.
0: Right, they do have that heart. But but I mean the like the what do you
1: call it? Heart the the theoretical yeah, heart. The I'm sure the you know it's their poetically speaking heart yeah. yeah the conscience the whatever you want to call it yeah their metaphorical hearts whatever
0: it's not there mine is I'm a better person than them and that's why I'm here today with you to talk about this podcast right. well I, we do that anyway <laughs> We talk about the podcast. Yeah, we this talk is a about, podcast about about the podcast about this podcast. Yes, uh, no, the, the, we're we're here today to talk
1: about something very special. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh, as as we said at the very top of the episode, unfortunately, it does still exist where people are attacked and killed even because of their sexual orientation, and we're gonna cover a few big cases of that. And really, the I guess you'd say the m- biggest martyr or... I don't like the word poster child, but one of the biggest symbols of this was definitely Matthew Shepard. Uh, yeah. And it's a very well-known case, but maybe you don't know the details about it or anything. So so let's kind of start from the beginning. And it's Matthew Wayne Shepard, which I like because it makes me think of Kenny Wayne Shepard. Yeah, blue on black. <laughs> yeah, which Ma- is funny. I just, uh, just found out maybe last year...
0: That Kenny Wayne Shepherd wasn't the actual guy singing. No, he was like, what, the
1: lead guitar Like the guitar the Yeah, guitarist. it was like the Jay Giles band, where Jay Giles was like the bassist. Yeah. Yeah, it really weirded me out, because I was like, wait, Kenny Wayne Shepherd isn't singing? Yeah, when you hear a name, you think it's like the singer, like Van Halen. You would think, oh, one of the Van Halens is a singer, but now they're everything but the singer. Yeah. Because uh, Eddie's Kid is the uh, in there now, too. So Matthew Wayne Shepard was born on December first, nineteen seventy-six. The older son of uh, the older of Judy and Dennis Shepard's two sons, they grew up in Big Sky Country. They grew up in Wyoming, and he got into politics at a very young age. He was very close with his younger brother Logan, and he seemed to have mostly friendly relationships with his schoolmates, except that he got bullied sometimes because he was smaller and he wasn't very athletic. In uh, 1994, Dennis Shepard, uh, the father, took a job with Saudi Aramco, and the family moved to a residential community for company employees in Duran, Saudi Arabia. Matthew instead attended the American School in Switzerland to finish out his high school education before attending college in North Carolina. Eventually, he found his way back to Wyoming, and he attended the University of Wyoming in Laramie, where he majored in political science and had a minor in languages. He had already taken German and Italian while at the American School in Switzerland. Because Switzerland's kind of, like, right in the middle of everything, so... Like, you speak a lot of languages, usually, if you're in Switzerland. <laughs> yeah. Um, despite acceptance in the mid-to-late 90s not being at the level it is now... By the way, you know how we know that? Wrestling. Yeah. Claudio Castagnoli, <laughs> a.k.a. Uh, Antonio Cesaro.
0: Or now just, just Cesaro. Now, no, yeah. Last ref- uh, wrestling episode...
1: Reference. Refer- yeah, well, yeah, okay. Uh, so... Yeah, despite acceptance in the mid to late 90s not being what it is now, Shepard was openly gay, which, I maybe mean, again, it's it's been a pretty progressive time going back. We'll get into Harvey Milk later, where it was even less socially acceptable. But in the mid 90s, mid to late 90s, Shepard is openly gay, and he's an active member of the university student group for LGBT students. And even before its tragic untimely end, Matthew Shepard's life wasn't without its hardships. In 1995, while on a high school trip in Morocco, he was beaten and raped. And because of this, he had a lot of depression, he had panic disorder, and he started dabbling in drugs. Uh, he, he he turned to drugs. He was very involved, they say, in the drug scene at Wyoming University and around Laramie. And he was also struggling with the reality of being HIV positive, and that had driven him to the brink of suicide. He had this one guy. He was a rich kid. Matthew Shepard's family had money.
0: I didn't know he was HIV positive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. His mother didn't even know until, like, he was just about dead. Mm. Like, he, his mother didn't know either. And he actually told this uh, limo driver, Tom Doc O'Connor, it was he, he drove a limo and he used the car service that Matthew Shepard used a lot. He, he, he confided in him, yeah, I, I have HIV and I'm suicidal and this is like right before his death and and elsewhere in the laramie area aaron mckinney and russell henderson suffered from troubled upbringings themselves russell uh, russell henderson's father was never in the picture his mother was an alcoholic who would have ab- bounced from one abusive relationship to the other and some of the abuser- abusers would abuse russell as well and then uh aaron aaron mckinney's father was a long-haul trucker and his father wasn't around a lot because he was always working his mother died as a result of a botched surgery, and most of the money that Aaron got from her wrongful death lawsuit went right into his methamphetamine habit. So the, these, uh, these guys, were, and, and Matthew Shepard himself, were really into uh, crystal meth mainly, which was kind of just starting to become a bigger thing in the 90s. Right. So Matthew Shepard made a stop at the Fireside Lounge in Laramie on the night of April 6, 1998. He was fresh from a meeting of the LGBT student group he was a part of, and he was sitting alone at the bar drinking a beer when Aaron and Russell, who were both 21 and working as roofers after dropping out of high school, approached him. So, Laramie, because uh, people think Wyoming, you're going to think like Rednecky or. Laramie, Wyoming is probably the most liberal area in Wyoming. It's a college town, so. Right. It's a little bit of a different crowd, but. Maybe not when it comes to these two guys. Maybe not when it comes to Matthew and Aaron. Or not Matthew and Aaron. Uh, Aaron and... Um, I have the names mixed up now. Aaron and Russell. So what the three discussed once uh, Aaron and Russell came up to Matthew, nobody knows. Some allege that they offered Matthew drugs as Aaron McKinney was a known drug dealer. Some people think Matthew Shepard was selling drugs too at this point. Others believe that they pretended to be gay in proposition, Matthew. Whatever happened, Matthew Shepard leaves the bar with them. And the only accounts of what happened after Matthew Shepard leaves the bar with Aaron and Russell are from what Aaron said when he confessed. The three men drove to a remote area out right outside of Laramie where Aaron told Matthew that he and Russell weren't gay and that they had brought him there to rob him. Aaron then punched and pist- pistol whipped Matthew repeatedly The autopsy later showed that Matthew Shepard had been pistol whipped with Aaron's 357 Magnum 19 to 21 times. They couldn't tell how many times he had actually hit him. The last of those pistol whips dealt a blow that left Matthew comatose. It hit him like in the brainstem. Mm. And it couldn't, and he just went out. And the two men stole his keys, they stole his wallet, they took his shoes, they tied him to a nearby fence, and they set him on fire. And. They weren't done either, because they had Matthew's ID now, so they have his address. They then went to his house, and they were going to rob him. But once they were there, they saw two guys, Emiliano Morales and Jeremy Herrera, who were slashing tires on nearby cars. And they got into a fight with, with those two. So these four guys are all in a fight, and the police come by. Russell Henderson was actually caught by police at that time. Aaron got away, uh, and they found in Russell Henderson's truck, they found Matthew Shepard's wallet. They found his keys. They found the shoes in the truck. And obviously Matthew Shepard's not there because they, they left him for dead, tied to a, to a fence and set him on fire. The next day, 15 hours after he'd been beaten and burned, uh, Matthew Shepard was found barely alive by Aaron Kreifels, who was a fellow university student who had been, who had been uh, biking along where Matthew had been left. He had been beaten so far beyond recognition that Aaron first uh, thought he was, Aaron that found him, Aaron Kreifels, thought he was a scarecrow. They said his face was so bloody that the only clean spots were, like, tear streaks, basically. That's how bloodied up he was. Oh my God. And uh, Matthew Shepard was eventually moved to, I'm going to massacre this name, Poudre Valley Hospital in Fort Collins, Colorado, where he spent the remaining six days of his life on full life support. The pistol that left him comatose, dealt permanent damage to his brain stem, and he was pronounced dead on October 12th of that year. In those six days, there was just an outpouring of support, though. Vigils were held across the globe. There was a a vigil on the steps of the U.S. Capitol. Ellen DeGeneres was involved in that one. And to this day, and Ted Kennedy, too, uh, was involved in that one. To this day, the murder of Matthew Shepard is seen by many as the most grim example of a hate crime. And it actually became a flashpoint for hate crime legislation, which means, uh, a lot of people may already know this, but hate crime legislation basically makes the penalties tougher if you commit a crime because of somebody's race, of because of their gender, which I don't know if I
0: agree with, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. just because I think it's a vague thing. Because you you do see like like what if there's a a white kid that does something to a black kid, like does he do it just because you know? Can you prove that that it was done because of um because of race? Like if race. Can you prove that that race is the the motivation?
1: Well, if you can't, then it's hard to make it, it classified as a hate crime. But sometimes they do it anyway. You do see that, yeah. yeah. And and that's that's where
0: I think it's it's like
1: that's that that that, that rolls into uh, a problem with policing where people do, they overcharge perps basically. I don't think
0: you know. I thought then nothing's perfect. You know, they haven't yeah. they haven't figured out a a perfect. Uh, you know way to, way to do all this but i'm i i do not know i said i kind of have a problem with it mm-hmm. you know i'm not saying one hundred percent uh i you know and when when these i just try to look for fairness is what it is right i look for i look for i try to look for fair i try to be fair, and you know i know sometimes it's hard because when you're when you're fair, somebody on some side whether it's the right or the left are going to get mad at you you know what i mean like if i if i say i don't think that they should be all that tough or you know i don't think there's you know somebody on the left's gonna be like oh well fuck you you know but then if i say something else somebody on the right's gonna be like fuck you And it's like right. i'm i just i just try to be a fair and balanced type person and all right fair and balanced that's a fucking is that was a fox? fox news god that's their, damn it that's see
1: slogan fair and balanced actually fair fair, balanced so hate crime legislation actually began in the late 1960s and it was basically to cover it was primarily because of integration and like black white issues essentially yeah and it was only supposed to cover first like if if a person was attacked because of their race while they were doing something federally protected like they were trying to go to a school, like if a, a black student went to a white school and got beat up because they were a black student in a white school, that would be a hate crime. Or if they were trying to vote. I mean, as it should be. And uh, so that's that's what it was for a while. But in October of 2009, President Obama signed into law the Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Jr. Hate Crimes Prevention Act. And that expanded the hate crime law to all cases, not just if you're going to vote or going to school. Uh, so if, if somebody's walking down the street and gets jumped because they're black. Like it's still a hate crime or because they're white or because they're Asian or because they're uh, well, because of this law, because they were gay, because being uh, gay or LGBTQ or LGBT plus, whatever you want to call it. Well, well that wh- was never protected until this act.
0: Well, what happens if, you know, if it's uh,
1: somebody and they just claim that, oh, they yelled this? Uh- Look, that's uh, that's a tricky thing. It's uh, how do you how do you? Stop people from lying. That's that's the question. Yeah. You you have to look at the evidence. Every case is looked at, you know, in a a case-by-case basis. There's no, like, universal magic bullet that's going to fix everything. And that's what people look for. So if something is slightly imperfect, they're going to say it's useless, and it's not. But... Matthew's case also lived on in other things too. There was a uh, a book, which became a play, which became a mo- an HBO movie. Oh, the yeah, the Laramie, the Laramie project. project. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And that, and that was. Uh, now, do you remember this case happening? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, and the James Byrd case too, because the uh, the the bill was called the Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Junior Crime Prevention. I remember that Matthew Shepard stuff was
0: all over TV. Oh like, yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Do you remember the pic? Did you ever see the pictures of him on the fence? No, I didn't. Mm. But. James Burr Jr., just kind of jump on that for a second, it's it's uh, not a LGBT thing, he was the black guy in Texas that was killed because they dragged him behind the truck, and it was around the same mm-hmm. time as Matthew Shepard, maybe a little before. Yeah, I remember that. So yeah, those were the two that were kind of named for this. And yeah, it, it lived on for a long time. And Aaron McKinney and Russell Henderson were both convicted of first-degree murder. And their girlfriends were charged as accessories after the fact because they helped them hide evidence. Uh, although McKinney's girlfriend, Kristen Price, later pled down to interfering with a police officer. Aaron and Russell ultimately received life sentences. And one of the reasons they didn't get the death penalty was because Matthew Shepard's family urged the courts not to seek a death sentence. Right. And then um, McKinney and Henderson have claimed to this day that Matthew's sexual orientation was not why they targeted them. Even though, while he was confessing, um, while he was confessing, Henderson kept using the f word, like the or the queer, or so like to, to describe Matthew Shepard. Like he wouldn't say we beat him; it would always be we beat the. You know, okay, whatever.
0: Uh, is this the guy though that, that you said it was uh It was a slurred confession. Yeah. Is the same guy. Yeah. So can you use that? You know what I mean? Can you use that because? And here's because they didn't have hate
1: crime laws at that going time. Going back to the
0: uh, going back to the Lizzie Borden right. uh, case where it's like people will argue, well, she was under, uh, like, I don't know, uh, uh, like she, she took some. She was
1: heavily medicated. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, they think that that uh, what what Henderson was doing might have been a little more. Uh, or Aaron McKinney, I should say. Aaron McKinney was the one that was saying that, not yeah. Russell Henderson. Uh, they think what Aaron McKinney was doing was maybe a little bit more diabolical than that, or a little more sly. And we'll get to that. Uh, because they have said that, that the sexual orientation was not by the target, and they claimed it was a robbery gone wrong. Right. And that Aaron McKinney was in a methamphetamine-fueled rage, and that's why he beat him so badly. Okay. Others have theorized, and this has gotten a lot of pushback from people who kind of... In a, in, a, in a little bit of a way, they maybe want the narrative that this was because he was gay. Uh, so there's been a lot of pushback on these, this idea. But others theorize that the killers and the victim knew each other. Aaron and Matthew Shepard were both active in the local party scene. They both were regular drug users. Doc O'Connor, the, the limo driver, mm-hmm. later claimed to have been in a three-way with Aaron McKinney and a woman. And some, of the, and some in the town are convinced that Aaron McKinney not hate doesn't hate gay people He was actually bisexual okay and some believers in that theory think that aaron mckinney put on this i hate gay people thing because he wanted to try a gay panic defense where he basically got so crazed because of matthew Shepard being gay and maybe hitting on him that he went nuts and killed him and it wasn't in his right mind it didn't work if that's what he was trying to do, but some people think that's why he was doing that.
0: Hey, I mean, people can think whatever they want, but, you know, the only ones that are really going to know are Aaron McKinney and, uh, Russell
1: guy. Yeah, Russell guy. <laughs> the Russell <laughs> Russell guy. Henderson. Yeah. Him. Yeah, um, so, so there's, there's been thoughts of that, and, uh, but it, it did wind up being obviously a senseless death. Yeah, it's like, but, di- did he, n- no, who, who was the one that kept saying, like,
0: uh, queer faggot or whatever like who was that the... would have been aaron mckinney when he can oh it was Aaron. Yeah. okay yeah uh yeah who knows you know like yeah you don't know well they're still are they still around these guys? yeah they're alive yeah they're, they're still, still
1: in... they're still in jail yeah they're 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 in life life in prison without possibly parole as they should be right um
0: but i wonder if like here's the thing can a person like that now, i know you you're you're probably gonna go no Because I know you. Mm -hmm. Can a person like that ever be rehabilitated and just be a completely normally, like, normal changed
1: person? Um, Because this is 20, what, 21 years ago? Who knows? Like, it depends on the person. Can, Can it happen? I'm sure it can. But there's also, like... To a certain degree, jail is not just about rehabilitation. It should, no, be, a it very should be. It should be. It should be on that, but it's also punishment. Like right. you took a life, you go away forever. Like I, I'm fine with that. I don't believe in the death penalty. Um, but I'm okay with it. I don't know. Somebody, I don't you know, know if.
0: I don't know if. If, if that. No. No. So you're saying killed? You mean murdered? Murdered. Yes. There's a difference between killing somebody and murdering someone. And right. I, I think even murdering someone, uh, going back again to Lizzie Borden, uh, sometimes you, it's like when when there's. Tw- in a Lizzie Borden case, let's mm-hmm. just go. Let's just take like a, a minute here. In a Lizzie Borden case, her father is this rich guy. He's influential, right? Mm-hmm. If Lizzie would have went to the cops or something like that, then like my dad's doing this or my right. dad's doing, I'm being like I'm being controlled. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Good luck getting them to do something, right? You know, it, we we know that today with mm-hmm. influential. Uh, People they have cops in their pockets. They have politicians in their pockets. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So you could go to somebody. You could complain. You know, a lot of times shit's not going to happen. As we see this all the time with rich white kids in colleges that rape. You know, women Turner. Yeah,
1: this first thing I was thinking of the uh, the swim guy in Stanford.
0: So sometimes these people are like they just they they it, it builds up and it builds up and it builds up and they bottle up all this rage and hate and they're like. You know, I, I I'm going to get justice, and they kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I don't think that person should. If if they're suffering and they're being tortured, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think that they. And if they they retaliate in that manner, like somebody like Lizzie Borden, like hypothetically, if her dad like abused her. Right. Or whatever. Not just the spoiled like, uh, oh, my daddy wouldn't let me leave the house or right, something right. like that. I'm talking about like if she was
1: uh be, like being raped or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know. And, and courts do tend to look at the, those circumstances and, and Well, not the, not but than, they didn't yeah. back then. Yeah, not back
0: then. Uh so so if something happens where they 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 lash out, you know, and and they do something, I don't think that that person should be fucking uh, spending the rest of their lives
1: in or their their life in in jail. I yeah, just don't. different degrees, but if you're robbing somebody and then beating them to death and setting them on fire, then I I'm okay with you not getting paroled. One hundred percent. I'm okay with that. One hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it varies. I think it it's it it's yeah, like a case by case. Thing. Degrees and thing. Yeah. And um speaking of degrees, uh, another landmark case in the push for hate crime legislation was the murder of Brandon Tina. Brandon I remember Brandon Tina. Mm-hmm. Brandon's father died when he was eight months old, and he was raised at first by his grandparents, um, and then later by his mother. Brandon was born female, uh, named Tina Renee Brandon. Uh, she was, he was reclaimed by his mother at, uh, the age of three and lived with his mother and older sister in a mobile home park in Lincoln, Nebraska. Brandon and his older sister Tammy were subject to sexual abuse by an uncle at the time as well. And, uh, when he was Tina, Uh, He was long considered a tomboy, even when he was, like, very, very young, and he started identifying as a male at a young age, too. He, while he was in high school or even late grade school, like middle school somewhere, he dated a female classmate for a little while, and his mother, Joanne Brandon, didn't support this, uh, continued to refer to Brandon as her daughter. To this day, resents people that call Brandon Brandon and say that, He's like, he'll she'll say my daughter. I'm she. not laughing about this at all. As soon as we're... Okay.
0: You know where I'm going. I think going. we
1: brought this up on an episode a long time ago. Did we? I think we did, yeah.
0: Give me a good break to where I could tell this quick story. Go right ahead. Oh, should I do it now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> for the longest time, just in case anybody listening hasn't heard this before, uh, so Brian and I... We're living on McDade Boulevard in Collingdale, and we were, I don't know how long we were there for at this point. two
1: years. I mean, yeah, it was like a couple months, probably, maybe a year.
0: Um, There would be this tall girl walk, walking by all the time, and damn, she was good looking. All the time, I would see her walk by, and I would just... I would look for any reason to go outside. Like, I would just stand there smoking a cigarette, or I would just sit on the step or something, and this girl would go by, and I'm like, oh, man. But I never had the courage to, like, to talk to her, you know? Right. And she would go up to uh, the the gas station a lot, and then, you know, come down. Or it was always passing by, I guess, going to a house that your sister would end up hanging out at sometimes, right? Uh Uh-huh. Anyway... Your sister's boyfriend comes up. Uh, he's living at the house now. He comes up from Tennessee,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, one day uh, his his name is Tommy. So me and Tommy are walking to um, walking the to system. the gas station, yeah. and I think it was like we were behind this girl, and I go, uh, I was like, damn, and I was like, that girl's fucking hot, and he goes, who? And I was like, that girl. He's like, <laughs> you mean Brandon? <laughs> Yep. And I go, what? And he's like, Brandon. He's like, that's a dude. And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's like, because I'm trying to rationalize it in my head, like, because I only see a-, a hot girl walk by. Right, right. And he's like, no, that's a dude. That's Brandon. After that, I shit you not. I never saw that motherfucker walk dressed as a girl again. Wait, he started dressing more like as a dude. Yeah, we're like basketball shorts and bandanas and stuff. Yeah, like, like yeah. didn't wear the fucking wig anymore. Yeah, yeah, he was all of a sudden he was Brandon again. Uh-huh. But he wasn't Brandon any other fucking time. I was, maybe I did see him walk by as uh,
1: like without. Yeah, just it just didn't as a dude.
0: Yeah, didn't know it that didn't it registered w- as the same person. Yeah. But anyway, that's my Brandon story. And anytime I hear the fucking name Brandon, I go, oh, you mean Brandon? <laughs> yep. Uh, so, I would have
1: still fucked Brandon. I'm just saying. Yeah, dang. Um <laughs> And ahead. so this Brandon, Brandon Tina that we're talking about here... Um, Eventually, Brandon claimed to be intersex physically, uh, essentially like a hermaphrodite or something like that. Okay. That's something that came up a lot, that he uh, he would claim to be a hermaphrodite that was getting gender assignment surgery. Not true. Born completely female. And into his teen years, Brandon further embraced his gender identity. He left the Christian faith due to his teachings on abstinence and homosexuality. He would get in trouble at school. He went to a Catholic school for violating the dress code by wearing masculine clothing not like the skirts or anything we were like what the boys would wear and he got a reputation as a class clown too so he had a sense of humor in an addition and um, like he would tape his breasts down if, like after puberty I've he would done bind that his, yeah,
0: no no literally out. I did that I hooked up with a girl one time and because of uh, my my man boobs I was really them? I was self yeah I was self conscious of them so I got uh, duct tape and I, t- I taped them down <sighs> I couldn't do that today. There's not enough duct tape in the world to fucking tape these
1: bad boys down Maybe. today. And, uh, after high school, his plan was to join the army. This was the early 90s. He wanted to fight in Operation Desert Shield, the first Iraq war. But he failed his entrance exam because he listed his sex as male. So they didn't let him into the military. And even to, and now, uh, this is something Trump passed, there is a transgender military ban again. Um, in 1993, Brandon started a relationship with Lana Tisdall, uh, who was a good friend of Brandon's then roommate, Lisa Lambert. No stranger to legal issues himself, Brandon also became friendly with a pair of ex-convicts, John Lauder and Tom Nissen. At the end of the year, Brandon was actually arrested for forging checks, and Lana was surprised to find that, Bra- uh, that Brandon was being held in the female section of the jail when she went to bail him out. A few days later, Lauder and Nissen forced Brandon to remove his pants to prove to Lana that Brandon was a female, and they forced Lana to look. And then the two beat Brandon and forced him into a car. They took him to an isolated area outside of town by a meatpacking plant. And once, once there, uh, Tom and John raped him. They gang, they gang raped him. They, uh, drove him to Tom Nissen's home where he was then forced to take a shower. And while he was in there and they made him take a shower, he escaped out of the bathroom window and returned to his girlfriend's house. Despite being warned by John and Tom not to tell anyone what happened, Lana did convince Brandon to go to the police. Uh, police lost their rape kit that they had assembled. Hmm. The sheriff in charge, Charles Lowe, seemed to be more interested in Brandon's sexuality. He would commonly refer to Brandon as it. Which you'll, that was like a common thing for like trans people. They would call, people would call them it. So
0: here's, here's why I used to say it too. And I remember somebody freaking out on me. Uh, here's why I, I used to say it and not they. Like today we would say they,
1: right? Right. I, now, or if they're choosing to be, I, like, I'm, I'm, guess, a, I'm just guessing from what Brandon, Tina act like. I would probably say he, because right. he, he is insisting on, that I'm. A That's guy. the pronoun that yeah. that he would probably want. He, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with
0: he and she. Mm-hmm. If somebody says refer to me like my pronoun is they, I'm just not going to do that because it's silly. I do think it's silly, and this is where people would get mad. I'm a 39 year old guy. You got to remember where I'm coming up. That it was more common than than you know. If it was somebody like that. Right. Then we would say it. Why we would say it, it was the same reason why you would say, it's a boy. Right. You know? Like, oh, they're having a boy or it's a girl. Mm-hmm. Because that's what that's the pronoun, is it. Right. Not they. No, you don't say, like, they're a boy, they're a girl for, for that unborn baby. Right. You would say, it's a boy. So it's not really, it's not really that uh insulting because when you're not trying to say it in an insulting way this guy was probably trying to say it in an insulting way it it seems he was if he's if he seems to be more worried about the sexuality of this person you Mm -hmm. know uh, and and just again just to clarify i don't mean any harm i don't mean any you know uh, by me saying i'm not going to say they i just think that that's something again
1: somebody like like for me, the grammar thing is like, a, it's like whatever, but if you want to be they or they, it's it's not, I'm not, th- going it's to not re- that big of an inconvenience for me to call somebody Well then, No, they. there's nothing wrong
0: gra- with the, there's nothing wrong with the grammar. What's, it's more, they is more of a plural. And no, it's not. Not when it comes to people. Okay, yeah. There, there's a breakdown of that. Yeah, I, love I
1: certainly, Yeah, you're right. I don't have a problem at all with it then.
0: But I'm just saying I won't say they. I think it's, it's just a little silly because I know that uh, there are people that will argue, well, I'm not going to say that because of the grammar. Well, then you're wrong because the grammar is correct for See, saying if they. It wasn't. If you
1: want to be they, you're I'm they. just
0: saying I'm not going to say they about, about somebody. I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to say he or she or the, say the person's name. Right. I'm not going to say they, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, I don't know. I, I can't get used to that. I'm not going to do that. That also doesn't make me a bad person. You know what would make me a bad person? Killing them. That would make you a very bad person. <laughs> or saying, fuck them. They, you know, they don't have the right. I'm saying they, but I say that when it's kind of like a vague term, you right. know, um, like an all-inclusive mm-hmm. type thing. That's where I'll say they. But now when I'm talking about a specific person, I'm just not going to say it. All right. Let's go back to
1: Sheriff Love. Sheriff sure. Lowe questioned Now, that's L-A-U-X. Yes. Maybe it's law. I, I don't know. I'm going with Lowe because, like, Bordeaux. Bordeaux and, right, like a French... Yeah. Okay. I, I I would I would assume that is Lowe. Lowe questioned John and Tom, but a lack of evidence meant that they weren't arrested. And so what happened was on New Year's Eve 1993... And they just so, this ha- is, so happened to lose the rape kit. Yeah. So, uh, so New Year's Eve 1993. So this is a few days after because the rape had occurred on a on a party on christmas eve so new year's eve 1993 john lauder and tom nissen broke into lisa lambert's house in search of brandon lisa didn't say anything to them but they found brandon hiding under lisa's bed and nissen and or lauder because we don't know we don't know who did what and that becomes a big thing later they proceeded to shoot and kill lisa lambert brandon tina and philip Devine, who was a house guest who had been staying there who was also dating lana tisdale's sister after the two were arrested, Tom Nissen flipped and said that Lauder, that uh, John Lauder, had been the one to commit the murders, but he did admit to being ex- an accessory to the murder and the rape. Nissen eventually received a life sentence because he cooperated. John Lauder was sentenced to death. In 2007, both- uh, Which you're uh, against, by the way. Yes, I am against that. Okay. Um, Tom Nissen and John Lauder uh, kind of changed their stories in 2007. They seven. They're both trying to appeal their convictions- and at this point, Tom Nissen says, actually, I'm the one that shot the three. John Lauder didn't shoot anybody. And neither one of them won their appeal. But it's thought that, that Tom Nissen said this because he was trying to get... He can't just say, okay, well, now we're going to execute you. He has life in prison. You can't upgrade it to death. But he, he thinks if he says this, maybe John Lauder won't be executed. Uh, neither man won their appeal. Uh, John Lauder actually tried to appeal a bunch of times, even up to the U.S. Supreme Court... He's been denied every time. The last one was in 2018. Uh, Lotter's lawyers at that time tried to say that his IQ was too low to be executed uh, because I believe they IQ tested him and he came in at like a 67 and 70 would be where you'd be considered at the very beginning of being intellectually disabled or as you would say a retard. Um, And most states won't let you execute somebody with an IQ that low. Uh, But that's not what I would consider a retard.
0: I wouldn't say somebody with an actual disability like that, I would not
1: call them a retard. Okay, but I would, it, say that somebody, would be a cruel way of saying like, like that. If way, so, yeah, yeah
0: like, like if somebody was being like an idiot, doing something oh, you're a retard. Right. That, I would say that. I wouldn't call somebody with an actual disability right. a retard. So don't say so, like, he, what he you did, would
1: say. Right. Jeez. Okay. I got you. Cut me some slack. I never cut you any slack. And, uh, John Lauder still remains on death row to this day, but no execution date is scheduled. And. You're th- happy about that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he should be executed. I think he should stay in jail for the rest of his life, but no executions. This case was highlighted in two films. I think they both should be executed.
0: They uh-huh. raped this girl and guy, girl, guy, guy, girl. Oh boy. No, 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 no. <laughs> what I want to know is, uh, was Brandatina.
1: Did he ever get the assignment surgery? No, he he wanted to, but he never did. Okay. And he even told, like, he would even like he would tell people he was a, like. I don't think he ever had sex with his girlfriend uh, with Lana Tisdall. But he but he, he considered to, himself a guy. He, he considered himself a guy. Yeah. Okay. He considered himself a guy, but so it's a he. He's it's a he. he.
0: It's a he. I said. It, it, See.
1: It's a he. Yeah. It's a he. They're a he. He's a guy. Fuck. He's a guy.
0: Please don't give us hate mail. We're trying to figure
1: out life. Let us grow. (laughs) Let us grow. Physiologically, biologically, the parts were female, but Brandon Tina was a guy. Right. Gotcha. And this case was highlighted in two films released in the late 90s. The first was a documentary called The Brandon Tina Story. The more famous one is Boys Don't Cry. Boys Don't Cry with Hilary Swank. Yeah, the Oscar winning Boys Don't Cry. Hilary Swank played Brandon Tina. Yeah. Uh, Heavily dramatized. A lot of people involved with it, including Lana Tisdall have said it didn't really happen that way, but that is what most people would know this um, this case from. Is, yeah, is man. Movie. And another one that became a movie is uh, the, the third one here. While he was ultimately known for his later life on the West Coast in San Francisco, Harvey Milk's life began in the shadow of New York City. He was a Long Islander. Harvey Milk, can he be trusted? That, that's Harvey Dent. Oh. Uh, that's Gotham City. Huh. But Harvey Milk is, uh, he was a New Yorker. He, he wound up being famous for what he did in, in San Francisco, but he was a New Yorker from Long Island. Harvey Milk, he can't be trusted. Why? Because he's a New Yorker? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was a class clown, similar to, uh, Brandon Tina, and he had very diverse interests in school. He was, uh, he was in the football, he was in the opera, and he knew he was gay from a very young age, but he stayed in the closet for a long time. Uh, he kept it very close to the vest. Mainly because he thought if his parents knew it was he was gay, it would kill them. Now He had like, he was an old, he's had, his parents were like an old Jewish family and he didn't want to yeah, disappoint that, them. Yeah, by- that just
0: shows that a lot of these, like, the, a lot of these, uh, like, families are so antiquated. Like, my family never had a fucking problem with gay people. As a matter of fact, right. my mom worked with a lot of gay people mm-hmm. and she would hang out with them. My mom would hang out with anybody. She had black friends, she had gay friends. As a matter of fact, this one guy she worked with, his name was Joe, and this is a famous story throughout my my family because like from my childhood. Mm -hmm. Do you know where I'm going? Do you know this one? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. So in Philly, um, we have a saying for gay people. Well, they there was in South Philly at least. Uh It was if somebody's gay, you would call them a gay bird. Right. That I knew. Right? Uh Like, oh that dude's a gay bird. That's don't know why that's just what they fucking call them, mm-hmm. at least in my area South Philly, because there are going to be somebody around like, you know, fucking, I don't know, uh Ninth Street. They would be like, oh, we never say gay bird. But guess what? In my area, we did. So my mom had a friend named Joe and we knew he was gay. Mm hmm. Because my, you know, whatever, my mom would just tell you know, oh, Joe, Joe's this gay guy. I don't know why it mattered, but right. I guess at the time it was just you weren't running into a whole lot of gay people, right? Yeah, you know. And um, my mom had this gay friend named Joe, and I'm in it, and I'm about seven years old, and uh, we're riding. I think we were riding to a uh, to like a pool, like one of those summer like work pool mm-hmm. party things. Yeah, and um, we're in the car, and I go, Joe. And he's like, yeah, I go, are you a gay bird? <laughs> and my mom was mortified that mm-hmm. I asked him. And he's laughing. He's like, I, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, I am. And I am was, a gay bird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yes, yes, I am a gay bird. Uh, and it, we just everybody was laughing. My mom was fucking mortified. She was like, I wanted to kill you because mm-hmm. I but but there was never like I didn't say it like I was I making was a fun- bad thing. Yeah, well, yeah, then, yeah. I just wanted to know, like, are you a gay bird? Um, man, but uh he was a really nice. I have lots of pictures of that guy too. Um, such a such a nice guy. My mom had so many gay friends. Did you ever have? Uh, like, were there any? Like, was there any? Uh, like homophobic, uh, shit happening at your house growing not up? Or no,
1: of no, no, not really. No,
0: there's definitely not in mind. Like, there is maybe a little bit of racism you know right yeah. but but there was and it was uh i i consider i, I c- there's city racism and country racism right you know uh-huh. like city racism is more like a cultural thing like uh you're different than me right. like we were raised you, different you stay on
1: your side of the street i'll stay on mine kind of
0: yeah kind of not even like there's still it's like oh i don't agree with this or whatever but you know i'll come on in mm-hmm. you know they, they'll still let my because dude my fucking grandma always had black people in her house mm-hmm. my mom always had black you know we always had black people growing up so there that was never an issue but there would still be things said right you know which i try to i would try to argue you know against um but there there wasn't anything like that like in your house i huh? like
1: like a home of like not really no like my mom had like work friends like they were not only if she had any gay friends but like work friend like black work friends and uh puerto rican work friends yeah
0: yeah i never uh growing up we we call them puerto ricans puerto ricans because that's what
1: a lot of people would say and i never heard of puerto ricans before oh yeah one of my moms when she when we lived in delaware one of my mom's best friends down there actually her two best friends one was black and one was puerto rican were two best friends from work uh but no, the one, uh, the one, her, she's from Texas, but I think her family is from Puerto Rico, and then they moved back to Texas. A lot
0: of the problems is too is there's it's because everybody lives in a fucking bubble,
1: you but know. That's where I think you get a lot of the country racism, like, uh, and just in general, like if you live in a remote area that's going to be mostly people like you, like maybe it's most probably mostly white. If you're yeah, I was raised a.
0: I was raised in an area where it was mostly Irish Catholic. Right. You know, you would get some Italian, some Polish, some whatever, but it was mainly Irish Catholic. But for whatever reason like you, you know, Catholicism gets a bad rap, but I'll tell you man, I never remember uh hearing a lot of hatred for for the LGBT
1: right. T oh plus well, was pre gay, so.
0: You're That's not true. To say that, are you? Uh, no, you can. <laughs> okay. That's true. It's okay to be gay. It's just not okay to rape little kids. That is true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hey, how about you do that, priest? How about you? Don't rape a kid.
1: Right. How about some adults? Ra- no, do- what? No, don't rape adults either. See? Not allowed to make these jokes. How about a consenting relationship with an adult of the same gender? How about that? Is that Or
0: okay? Or whoever you want. Or whoever, whomever you want. Whoever
1: yes. consents. That is true.
0: And dogs. No. Dogs can't consent. That is true. Unless again. it's Scooby-Doo
1: scooby don't. Scooby-Dum. Just scooby Just
0: don't do it. Are we allowed? that we're not allowed to make jokes today. I don't uh, think. Boom. Fucking
1: we tough have. shit and too late we did. <laughs> All right, let's get back to if Harvey Milk. If they're still around, and they're okay with it at this point. Uh, so back to Harvey Milk. Uh, a classmate of Milk. got be trusted. That's Harvey then Damn it. Uh, a classmate of Milk's at the New York State College for Teachers in Albany said that Harvey, and this is a quote, a Harvey was never thought of as a possible queer. That's what you called them then. He was a man's man. <laughs> a man's man. A possible queer. Huh. Uh and though not p- particularly politically active or even interested in social- So wait, 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 wait. Is was the term that you're going for here queer or possible queer? It's well, probably be, queer. He was No, they, like people just didn't even think it was possible that he was gay is what the guy's saying. Like uh, you, was no, you missed what like, I was he saying. wasn't making anybody's. No, I'm saying where they call oh. it like that guy's a possible queer. Oh,
0: almost like that. Like that's the term. Yeah, possible queer. Those
1: possible queers. Yeah, and, I like it. And so Harvey Milk wasn't really politically active or really that interested in social causes early in life. He was generally a conservative Republican, hmm. and as he got a little more into politics and he worked on Gary Go- Gary uh, Barry Goldwater's presidential campaign in oh hey so did uh hillary clinton yeah and they have very similar things where shortly after that they're like no nah, i don't like this yeah um and he and milk also joined the navy during the korean war which would have been before in this. the navy uh he was and that's where he first made his way to california he was in san diego he was stationed there as a diving instructor and he exited military service in 1955 as a lieutenant junior grade and that's when he went on with teachers' college. Now, he wound up teaching math at high school in Long Island.
0: Now, see if if you wanted to make a gay joke, there would have been one right there, because that's an obvious old thing, you know, that, in the navy. Yeah, yeah, like him joining the navy. Yeah, a bunch of guys on a boat together for six months, which sounds kind of cool. It just sounds like a like a six month long party. <laughs> You know, like what are they really doing out there
1: no i mean i am know if it's peace time wartime
0: no, I'm asking like there's come on whether's when it's okay when it's peacetime, the fuck do you do for six
1: months? We might not be like station that i guess you are stationed that long yeah because you're still on patrol and stuff but but if you're on this fucking boat for six months I guess it's it got to be like a, now you have like facetime and stuff like that you can still stay in contact but back in the day yeah no like, no but i'm doing, talking back then yeah
0: the fuck did you do then that's It the had to f- be a lot of
1: playing cards
0: and yeah. drinking
1: yeah if you well, were that, allowed to drink that's why that's why it was always a big thing like oh they're on shore leave and that's why like oh they're going nuts they're on shore leave i the, guess yeah, so was the first time you could really like do stuff
0: yeah it's kind of like you're on a Pretty much, yeah. Like, you like, na- The, fuck, na- the go Navy out is and do the something. Amish of
1: the Armed Forces, yeah. Oh, man. If you really think about it. So, so after the Navy, after college, uh, Harvey Dent is working in Long Island, uh, and, and he's a high school math teacher. And then Joe Campbell enters his life. Um, Harvey Oak came enamored with Joe Campbell. The two had a six year relationship, and they split that time up between New York and Dallas. They moved to Dallas, too. And, and during that relationship. Oh, I thought it was in between the moon in New York City. <laughs> no. Uh, during that time, Harvey Milk left teaching. He became an actuary for an insurance company. And eventually that didn't work out, but that was the longest relationship Harvey Milk ever had. His next relationship was with Craig Rodwell, who was much younger than him. He was about 10 years younger. Harvey Milk liked them young. He, he, went, he liked the, uh, the younger guys. And, um, so at this point, Harvey Milk's really starting to get into the activism, er, it's not. I I I am 100% wrong there. When he's with Craig Rodwell, he's not what Harvey Milk became known for. Because um, Craig Rodwell was involved with the pro-gay rights Man- Mattachine Society. I'm probably mispronouncing that. But he was with, involved even in the 1960s with pro-gay gay rights groups. He was arrested for inciting a riot and for indecent exposure in the 1960s because he walked around in a park in Queens wearing a swimsuit that didn't conform to city rules, because at that point, swimsuits had to be uh, above the navel mm. and below the thigh. And if you could be arrested for a decent, indecent decent exposure <laughs> if your shorts weren't that... Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: because you weren't allowed to show belly buttons Yeah, at one point. Like, that was a sexual... That's a sexual mm. thing. Yeah. You know, like, today, it doesn't matter. I mean, your, your, your fucking ball sack and pussy lips could hang out, and it's, you know... It's okay, as long as it's not you know the actual dick or
1: right you know oh, yeah. or the clip. I mean, you, you may not be able to do that
0: but. uh some you can you could you see a little bit of uh of the lip hanging out here or okay. there,
1: and you can free in a lot of places you can free the nipple now as you should be as you should be allowed to, yeah uh and through the mid to late nineteen sixties this is when the change happens. Uh, Harvey lost interest in his job in the insurance industry, he got deeply into the counterculture of the times, like flower children. And this is the, like the sexual revolution, the late 60s where all the stuff's happening. So Harvey Mill grew his hair out. He got more and more liberal politically and generally became an entirely different person. And by most accounts, a happier person, too. Uh, here, here's, so here's the thing with that. I, I say this all the time.
0: People can change. People can grow. Mm-hmm. This is why, I have a problem with certain people, uh, certain, not as uh, good. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to think yeah. about how to say this. Yeah. Smart. Some people that get canceled, uh-huh. right. Because of shit that they did in the past. Uh-huh. I hate, I hate that. I hate when it's like, this guy said this 10 years ago on Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, you're not allowing that person then in 10 years to grow Right. because if that person's not showing that. You know, or if that person is showing that he's a different person today, Mm -hmm. why are we going to penalize him for what he did 10
1: years ago? And for certain people, it has happened like that where they haven't been canceled. Like, James Gunn is a perfect example because that was a long time ago. And what was his thing? uh, It was just more like he was making, like, rape jokes and jokes about, like, dead babies. It's very, like cringy France, stuff cringe cringe humor yeah cringe humor yeah he was making like a lot of like yeah jokes about I, rape and shit i used to do the same uh, i yeah. did the same stuff this is why we always we always say
0: i'd be canceled like right. i could never get that famous because somebody's going to pull up some conversation mm-hmm. where i was just trying to troll someone right. or just get under someone's skin and said i have said some really heinous and fucked up things but the thing is is that uh Shit that I said uh, out of anger when I was younger and shit that I said just to rile someone out. It wasn't even really me being malicious. It was mm-hmm. just trying to get under somebody's skin or just piss someone off. At the same time, be- being an asshole should not be, you know, like I shouldn't have to go to society uh, jail, <laughs> you know, because I was an asshole. But the thing is, is I have grown. I have grown since I was an exponentially since. Thank you. Uh, and physically. <laughs>
1: No, no my, my! what you were talking about. Uh-huh. I thought that's what you were, what you were talking
0: oh, about. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. You're just making fat jokes now. Can I'm you canceled. get canceled for that? Pro- uh,
1: can I? Do I get a pass because I'm fat, too? So I no? didn't get canceled. I got cancer. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they were going to cancel. You're like, now let's do the cancer. We'll just give instead. them
0: cancer instead. I'd rather be
1: canceled, I think
0: um yeah no i'd rather well because you first of all you what do i care Can't you're me. okay you yeah. you yeah you don't give a He's, shit you're extremely introverted anyway yeah for somebody that's doing this you know because you're not out dealing with right. like people and crowds mm, and ugh, stuff like
1: that No.
0: yeah um and pussy juices oh gross um <laughs> that's a uh that's a rocket league <laughs> rocket joke league. between me you
1: and Nate. Yeah, three people get that and two of them are in this room <laughs> uh So, um, so yeah, Harvey Milk is really getting into this. Can he be trusted? That's Harvey Dent. He grew his hair out. He got more and more. At what point point does this guy become two faced? That's Harvey Dent. This is Harvey Milk. Can he be trusted? Yes. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they're saying this whole change made him happier too. Like people who knew him is like, yeah, it's like a different person, but this person's happier. Huh, it's almost like he grew. Yeah. And so he finally settles down in San Francisco. And he settles down in the Bay Area, and he opens up a camera store on Castro Street, which was really in the heart of San Francisco's "quote unquote" gayberhood. They were one of the first. Uh, <laughs> what, isn't that just San Francisco?
0: No, no. Like, I mean, it, San Francisco is known it for is that. the
1: gay mecca,
0: basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, but no, really, I'm not. I'm not trying to make a joke. It, it really not is at this point. Definitely not at this point. Oh,
1: like, okay. There's, uh, there's so maybe he was like super influential. Oh, that absolutely was. Oh, okay. Super- um, and he opened up a camera store on castro street with his boyfriend scott smith who was 18 years younger than him at the time jeez and he did like them younger huh he did yeah and his experience in business uh with that camera store was harvey milk's bridge to political activism he had disputes over sales tax deposits having and uh having to lend film projectors to teachers and underfunded schools he's like this isn't right and the establishment, when he started getting active politically, the establishment in San Francisco's gay political scene was slow to warm up to him because he didn't, like, kind of put his time in. Um, there was a saying in the Democratic Party, you don't get to dance if you don't put up the chairs. So basically, if you're not out there working for the party, you don't get involved. And I, that's a lot, I guess, what the problem that Bernie Sanders has had recently, where he's, like, seen as the outsider. Uh, so Harvey Milk had similar problems, but, he really was gifted politically. Like, he, it was his calling. He knew how to work with people. He knew how to, like, build coalitions. He worked with the unions and, like, Coors was coming into the area. They didn't want to use union drivers. So he organized boycotts and, and gay bars to try to get Coors to, to deal with the union. And he worked with the Asian community, too, because San Francisco has a huge Asian community. Yeah. Well,
0: and, that's where Bruce Lee was born. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. They think that he's born in China. He was yeah. actually born. In Chinatown, in San Francisco.
1: Right. Yeah, because um, even now, uh, San Francisco has a huge... Uh, I think
0: 48. in 1942... Uh, Columbus was, sailed the ocean blue? No, 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 uh, that was... Uh, 1492. Yeah, I think. Oh, is my phone dead? Uh-oh, I think so, my phone's dead. So yeah, I was going to look up when Bruce Lee was born, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. So, Well, it does if you're a Bruce Lee fan, okay?
1: Yeah, I'm a Bruce Lee fan, I don't really need to know the year he was born. Well, I do. And so he winds up getting the nickname at this point, Harvey Milk, the mayor of Castro Street. And he, in 1972, he officially changes from a Republican to a Democrat. And Good soon, for him. And soon after that, he kind of got more serious about it. He cut his hair. He stopped going to gay bathhouses. He started projecting the image of a serious politician, su- politician who wore suits all over the place. He became like, I'm going to play the game and I'm going to win. I'm going to play by their rules and win. And by 1975, he started waging campaigns for local office. A few years later, he was finally elected to a newly created position. Uh, the San Francisco mayor's office started a, a thing called the Board of Supervisors, which is basically like uh, a city council of sorts. And it was the first time in the United States that a gay man was elected to an office without first being in that office, an openly gay man, I should say. Uh, was first elected to an office without first holding that office before coming out of the closet. Like there been people who have been outed when they're already in office, but he was the first person to say, "I'm gay," vote for me, and they get elected for the first time. And, because obviously there were gay people in office before this. As uh, well, we
0: had gay presidents.
1: Well, that's what uh, Pete Buttigieg, the guy who's running for president now, he's the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. He's like, I would, I don't think I would be the first gay president. No, he'd be the third. At that we know of. That we know of. Uh, well, we 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 have ideas about Lincoln and James Buchanan. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, we know that Lincoln. Uh, well, he shared wh- what a was bedroom it? with a man. He sh- he shared a bed with a man, not just a bedroom, okay. a bed. Uh, when there were other beds in that bedroom. Well, there you go. Uh,
1: and what was the what did they used to call oh, James Buchanan? Buchanan? He had a, a friend uh, or uh, like an associate he lived with for years, and they would call them Old Nancy and this Fancy.
0: Which is funny is because, uh, so we've been living together basically for the better part of 19 years. Yeah. On and off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've had, literally had people question about us. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, my dad, the last conversation I had with my dad, we had an argument and, uh, I, I threw around uh, a word that I regret because I have to live with that for the rest of my life. I threw around a word uh, that I called him, and um, he had said me. He's like, and then he said about right. me and you, like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, it's it's been it's it's just I've been asked that before. Like, are are we gay? Like, I've been asked this by many people, mm-hmm. and answers none of your business. It's nobody's business if we are or not. Really, I mean, yeah. I don't even say that as a joke. No, I don't even see
1: that is the correct answer. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's nobody's business if we are or not. And and I think that at, at that's the point to where you're supposed to go. You know, but I am or but I'm not. Right. You know, I'm not gonna. It's it's nobody's business. It's that would be your business or my business or whoever I'm. Uh, Dating, I guess, or whoever you're.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, That's
0: hilarious. He's asexual, by the way. That's none of your business. Oh,
1: it's none of my business. (laughs) It's none of nobody's business. (laughs) So, um, so Harvey Milk was elected to represent the fifth ward, which is where Castro Street was. It was his neighborhood. And another person elected at the same time was Dan White. And Dan White was a Vietnam veteran. He was a uh, former police officer and a active firefighter. He actually had to stop with working with the police department. The fire company was elected to this position, which becomes very important later. And White and Milk were friendly at first, uh, but they were political rivals. White was more socially conservative. He was uh, representing a white middle class kind of socially conservative. It just sounds like a band. White and Milk. White and Milk. (laughs) White Milk. Yeah. Yeah. Very bland band. And they were initially pretty friendly, like he was, like Dan White and Harvey Milk got along really well, but they butted heads later, and really butted heads when Harvey Milk supported opening a mental health facility for juvenile criminals in, uh, the Ninth Ward, or the Eighth Ward, which is what White represented. He didn't want that, it was one of those NIMBY things, not in my backyard. He didn't want that there, like, cause he didn't want those people around, uh, his, his part of the city. <laughs> By the end, and after that, they just didn't talk. That's like, uh, that's like when people,
0: open homeless shelters they think that it's going to bring more homeless people into the area instead yeah. of taking them off the street mm-hmm. you know instead of actually helping people they're they're worried about what it's you know it's like down in florida there were laws where you can't feed right. homeless people it's like they don't feed the pigeons yeah. don't feed you know
1: mm-hmm. don't feed the animals because the because people that think like that see homeless people as animals which is basically what it comes down to yeah and mm-hmm. mental, uh, and, yeah. People uh, with like mental criminal, health, like, yeah, like criminal records, mental health problems, yeah. So by the end of nineteen seventy eight, the um, the relationship between Dan White and Harvey Milk is just they hate each other now. They're they're just at each other's throats. Pretty well, they don't even talk, or they would be at each other's throats. And Dan White became disenfranchised with what he saw as a corrupt San Francisco political system, and he was they weren't getting paid much. You're getting paid like nine thousand dollars a year to be on this council. And Dan White had to uh, give up his firefighting job and his ties with the police department to serve on the council, uh, or the board. I think it was called the Board of um, Administrators. So, citing the low pay, citing financial struggles, Dan White resigned from the, the, the Board of Supervisors on November 10th, 1978. Four days later, uh, after the people who he represented in this more conservative area of the, uh, the city pushed them to try to get back on the board, he turned around and said he wanted to not resign he had a change of heart and he asked the mayor of san francisco at the time george muscone to let him back on the board at this point it's actually up to the mayor to fill the seat so he can either say no you can come back or no you resigned and i'm going to pick somebody else and george muscone's initial thing was he wanted to let dan white back on the board and more the the more liberal members of the board including harvey milk he was one of the big ones said no This is an opportunity to have you appoint somebody that's going to be more aligned with us, because Muscone was more of a liberal, too. So basically, this was a way to, on a very divided board, give them an advantage. And Muscone wound up denying White's request to have his resignation thrown out. But he did agree to meet with Dan White on November 27th, 1978, which was the day that George Muscone was going to also name Dan White's replacement on the board. So once they got alone in the room, once uh, Moscone and White were on in a room alone together in City Hall, Dan White brandished his old police re- revolver and fatally shot George Moscone three to, uh, four times. Jesus. And metal detectors had recently been installed in the building. Dan White actually entered through a basement window to avoid them. And then after he killed George Moscone, Dan White reloaded his weapon, left the room, and he ran into the president of the board of supervisors, Dianne Feinstein. Uh, and she tried to call him over for something, but he said he had something to do. And then he walked over toward where Harvey Milk's office was. He actually met Harvey Milk in a hallway and asked for Harvey Milk to step into Dan White's old office. Once they were in the office, Dan White, uh, closed the door and blocked, like, stood in front of the, the entrance. He opened fire on Harvey Milk next, shot him once in the wrist because he put up his arm instinctively, and then he shot Harvey Milk twice in the chest and then twice in the head. And the murders further intensified a city that really was in the middle of a culture clash. Now you think of San Francisco as and California in general as just, like, super liberal area. But at this point, uh, you have those liberals and you have the LGBT community, but then you also have more conservative, like, at this point it would be, like, Nixon-Republicans. Or seventy eight, you're getting more toward Reagan Republicans by seventy eight because Nixon's already gone. And so on one side of the, the this equation, you have people who demand justice. On other side, you have people, including police officers, who are, we- are wearing shirts that say "Free Dan White" and are telling Harvey Milk jokes because this guy's an ex cop. So so they're really behind Dan White. Yeah. Even though he killed two people in cold. No, blood. but we have to respect police. I, no respect is earned. Uh- uh, and if you're gonna be an asshole, you can be an asshole cop. Cause having a badge doesn't make you immune to being a piece of shit. No, that's not true. That's not true. But what Dan White's murder trial later became infamous for was what they called the Twinkie defense. And Dan White's lawyers argued that his mental capacity to understand what he was doing was diminished because he was incredibly depressed and he just the stress of dealing with city politics. So they said he was so depressed and so mentally gone. That he didn't understand what he was doing enough Oh, to be- so,
0: so, but, hold on. <laughs> the defense is the stress of dealing with city politics. Maybe he shouldn't be dealing with city politics. Uh, maybe this, this is somebody that should be a politician.
1: Yes. Uh, and it was also like depression. They, they, they claimed he was depressed. And the evidence that, that, um, they used to note that how depressed Dan White was is that he was usually a health nut. And now he was eating junk food like Twinkies. <laughs> and this was successful oh in getting God. his charges reduced to manslaughter instead of premeditated murder. And he was sentenced to just over five years in prison. That's disgusting. And, okay. and a lot of people, including Diane Feinstein, who became the acting mayor once uh, Moscone was killed, they, they denounced the verdict. They said it was an, a bad verdict. And a lot of other city supervisors did, too. And riots broke out. Like, people rioted over this verdict. It was like the Rodney King officers. Um When asked by a reporter why they were destroying the city in the riots, one rioter said, just tell people that we ate too many Twinkies. That's why this is happening. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. And despite orders from the chief of police in San Francisco to not retaliate to what was be- being called the White Knight Riots, a group of officers in riot gear... Uh, went into a gay bar in Castro Street, on Castro Street called Elephant Walk, where Harvey Milk's protege was actually in the bar, and they just started randomly beating up people at the bar uh, as a retaliation to the riot. Hmm. And so <laughs> that's what happened to Harvey Milk and But and, and, But police are great. <laughs> and
0: so obviously Again, this is coming from somebody who's uh Great-uncle was a detective in Philly. Obviously, you have to you have to be a cop, mm-hmm. you know, before you're a detective. Yeah. Uh, uh, whose grandfather was chief of police, whose uncle was a cop. I mean, I had cops from my mom's side and my dad's side of the family.
1: Right. I know how fucked up these people are. Yeah, and, and there are good cops, too. I mean, it's not like a universal thing on either side, but people think, like, But guess oh,
0: what? There aren't enough good cops out there. Uh... Especially then, if if they're not
1: stepping up and stopping these fucking, and assholes. especially not back then, especially no. not back then, no, like no,
0: because you had to be a certain thing. You had to be a white straight guy, yeah, and that's what was, mm-hmm. that, that's who cops were mainly. You know, it's it's like the Rizzo. We when we talked about Frank Rizzo, uh-huh. and people would be like, oh, well, he had black people. He had more black people on his force. That it's like, and well, because he wasn't trying to save face, right? You know. Just so he, you know, why he had black people on his, uh, on his force, VP. Do you know why he had black people on his force? So he could say, I had black yeah. people on my force. It was for the
1: optics, yeah. Fucking idiots. And Harvey Milk's legacy definitely has continued on. And there, there are schools named after him, streets named after him, parks named after him, community centers named after him, and places like Portland, New York, New York City, San Francisco, of course. They actually have a whole fleet now of, um, of ships in the Navy they are, like, support ships that are named after civil rights figures. And the second one, and I think it's being commissioned soon, is the USS Harvey Milk. That's awesome, man. A biography was put out about him. It was called The Mayor of Castro Street, which was his nickname. That was put out in 1982. But most people know him through the 2008 biopic Milk, uh, which starred Sean Penn. You know, I still haven't seen it. I haven't either. I haven't seen it. I gotta watch that now,
0: because... Because I knew about Harvey Milk, I, I I understood a little bit. I actually knew more about Harvey Milk. Actually, I knew only knew about Harvey Milk to be honest from the movie Milk. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the first I'd ever heard of him. Um, and so I was like, oh, that's interesting. But now I have uh, more of an interest to go and watch. And that's what I hope. That
1: this podcast does, as a matter of fact, the guy who wrote the Mayor of Castro Street—that's one of the reasons he did it because it wasn't like he, Harvey Milk wasn't, in the, especially not nineteen. I love, I love, by the way, I love bi- uh, biographies too. Mm-hmm. Um, so or uh, uh,
0: biopics, biopics, as Nate would say, yeah. biographical uh, pictures. I love, uh, I love biopics. So- um, I do. I, I, I love them, and that's going to make me want to go and watch that too because yeah. I want to watch Milk, and then I'll, wanna, I'll want to watch the uh biopic
1: of of harvey milk man well, well I, I think the mayor of Caster street was a book not a oh they didn't do they may have done a, a a documentary too oh i thought you said documentary i'm sorry it was a biography oh biography you did and say that. the reason the reason he wanted to write it i think the guy who wrote it was from san francisco He was like a reporter and he was like yeah the, the harvey milk assassination was such a huge deal here but especially in 1982 nobody really knew of him outside of san francisco It was just like a blip on the radar. In fact, the guy who killed him, uh, Dan White, even noted that because a few days after Harvey Milk and the mayor were killed, those Jonestown shootings happened that we covered in the Colts episode, the Jim Jones thing. And Jim Jones, the People's Temple, was a huge thing in San Francisco, so it just wiped that off. It got overshadowed. Yeah. It's like when when Elvis died.
0: You know who else died the same fucking week? Groucho Marx. Oh, wow. Groucho Marx died the same week
1: as Elvis, and... His his death got overshadowed, you know? It was know? like the weekend Michael Jackson died. I remember, like, Farrah Fawcett, Farrah Fawcett, Fawcett. the same, same time, Billy Mays. Like, and they all got, like, just... Oh, like, was it the same week as Billy Mays? I, I know so, Farrah yeah. Fawcett was. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And then in um in August of 2009, Harvey Milk was posthumously awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by Obama.
0: Well, I feel bad for whoever dies the same week I die.
1: <laughs> and so, shortly after this, San Francisco abolished the Board of Supervisors... Uh, because there was just so much tension. Diane Feinstein wound up staying mayor. Uh, she got elected to two terms after that. She was the mayor of San Francisco for 10 years. Uh, from 78 to 88. Ran for governor, but lost in, in 1990. In 1992, she was elected to the United States Senate, and she's still there to this day. She's one of the, uh, elder statesmen of the Senate now. A little less than two years after being released from prison, uh, in 1985, well, he was released in 84, but in 85, Dan White killed himself via carbon monoxide poisoning in his ex-wife's garage. So, obviously, there was, like, depression and mental illness there. It doesn't justify killing two people, but, <coughs> but, yeah. Um, but yeah, Dan White did wind up committing suicide not long after being released in jail. And, you know, at, at that point,
0: I want to say good, but, you know, it just... That's where people they'll see. see, look what kind of person he is, that he's, you know, that he's saying good, because I don't like people like that either. Mm-hmm. I don't like those, I don't like when, when somebody uh, does something or somebody gets accused, like recently, Max Landis right. got got accused of... Um, rape. He, well, <coughs> rape and sexual assault, mm-hmm. or sexual abuse, whatever, whatever he was accused of. Um, I hate, though, that there's that witch hunt and that you do have those those people that want to cancel everybody and when there's no like evidence yet it's like let let the let all the details you know come out let's let's let the whole story unfold before we start trying to cancel someone you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if we find out max landis did rape someone put the motherfucker in prison right you know put him in prison i don't know what the maximum amount of time for rape should be you know, I don't know all the details of the thing. I don't know if he ever did rape anybody. I don't know if he ever did sexually assault anybody. I don't know what's considered sexual assault these days. Um, somebody said it to me. You know the story I told you. Somebody uh, did a thing. It was last year. Uh, somebody said to a girl, hey, nice ass. Like, he was like, oh, I need directions. And then she went to give up. He's like, I don't really need directions. I just want to say you got a nice ass. Right. And then took off. Um she considered that sexual assault i don't know if that's sexual assault i think it's just somebody being a pig yeah but i don't know if that's sexual assault i think sexual assault would be more of like a physical thing right. i um and i don't uh, and then you could say sexual harassment to me i think harassment has to be a repetitive thing i think if you said that she was like leave me alone and then he kept saying it that would be
1: harassment and, and sexual harassment is also in certain like things like the workplace and there's different rules for that.
0: Right. Yeah. But but I think but somebody I think somebody just say uh, going down the street say you got a nice ass. I don't think that's sexual harassment. I think it's just somebody being a pig again, yeah. you know a pig. So what happened with that girl was she she put that she was so, f- you know, furious that some guy, how dare he say she had a nice ass. And I, I was thinking he complimented you because that is a certain way of thinking and I don't think I'm a bad person for thinking that but if she said, hey, you know, please don't say that. And then he kept saying that that would right. be harassment, and mm-hmm. you know, fuck that dude. But anyway, I said to her, I, I thought I was friendly enough with her. I messaged her and I go, hey, and I was doing it like in my mind, in like a Brian Regan type thing. You know, Brian Regan would be like, if he said like, so, so I said to her, I was like, hey, you got a nice ass donkey, you got you got a nice donkey mm-hmm. farm animal, and so I, that's how I do. And I, I'm joking in an in, like an intentional bad joke like an intentional corny joke. I'm like, you got a nice ass, a donkey. You have a nice donkey. So instead of being like, oh, LOL, oh, you, you know, like whatever. She, I guess, was really pissed by what he said. So she goes, not only was I sexually harassed once today, I was sexually harassed twice. Right. And said that what I said to her was sexual harassment, Mm -hmm. which again, not sexual harassment and i didn't even say it being and i explained it to her i was like i'm joking and and i even tried to explain how like what now when you have to try to explain a joke to someone yeah then
1: the joke didn't achieve its intended
0: and and, and that's obviously not the you know the right audience you know mm-hmm. the right target audience and then i'm trying to explain it to other people and other people were like they're like, uh, oh yeah, you know, like, I get what you're saying, but you know, maybe she, she had a rough day and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's fine. I get that. I felt kind of bad that she, you know, it was a poorly timed joke. And it, again, it was an intentionally, uh, intentionally bad joke. Mm-hmm. But what I started to see was a lot of people started to cancel me. Like I started seeing people like take screenshots of my Instagram account and they were like, This guy is the worst. He's the biggest piece of shit. Unfollow him. Block him. And there was a witch hunt. And I started to see, like, this this side of, like, the, uh, I'll never make, you know, we'll make sure you never work again in this town. Right. Like...
1: Cancel culture is what it's kind of called.
0: yeah, and that's what they're doing with. I, I I saw that with Max Landis the other day. I saw somebody like, "I hope he never works again." We'll we'll make sure, and literally the words say, "We'll make sure mm-hmm. he never get he never gets work again." And it was like, "Who's we?" Like, and what you know what I mean? Like, right. what what? I think that there's just this this level of, and we we talked about vitriol earlier, mm-hmm. um. Just these people that are like, like foaming at the mouth that, that, you know, they're like, they just want to see people fail and want to see people. And, and there was a a thing earlier that was, can you scroll back? Actually, it was a little earlier. It was the white Knight something. And do you remember earlier in the Harvey Milk thing? Uh, The white elephant
1: was the name of the. No, no,
0: no, it was white. It was white Knight Something you have written. You had mentioned, uh, I don't have my glasses on, so it's hard to see. Oh, the White
1: Knight riots. White Knight riots. Yeah, that was what they called the riots after about okay. five years.
0: So there is a term, we know about this term, uh, called White Knight. You would call somebody a White Knight if somebody is like trying to come and rescue the damsel in distress, right? Mm-hmm. So that's just what you call a person who comes to somebody's defense, you know, and, and it's typically they don't have the facts. Or they're just jumping to defense just to make themselves look good Mm -hmm. for somebody. And there was this guy who I'd never talked to. And it wasn't just one guy. It was multiple people. But the one guy sticks out of my mind. I'd never talked to him before. Ever. Never had a conversation. Don't know who he is. Never talked to him. All he's doing is he's going by what this girl was saying about how she was pissed off and saying that I sexually harassed her. He was taking screenshots of my profile and saying to block me and saying all this stuff. And he was like, he's the worst. He's the biggest piece of shit. And I'm like, I don't know you. Like, who are you? Right, right. And I'm like, this dude's a white knight. And so I called him a white knight. I had people jumping on me saying how much of a right winger I am. And I'm like this type of Reddit like. Like an lord, uh, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, but I'm like some parasite from Reddit because I said a white knight. I'm like, dude, I don't even go on Reddit. <laughs> like literally, I had to ask Nate to make a Reddit account. <laughs> yeah, to fucking do because I did make a Reddit account one time for when we were doing voiceover work, and I actually managed to get a couple people for voiceover, voiceover shit. But I don't do that stuff. Like I, I got so lazy lately that I stopped even doing Instagram posts and uh images for each episode right so i asked nate to fucking do this uh thing because i don't i don't know reddit i don't do reddit like i don't know all that i don't do twitter like you do twitter yeah you go on twitter you're Mm -hmm. the twitter guy nate's the fucking reddit guy i'm the instagram guy
1: Mm -hmm. now we need a facebook guy now we need a Facebook friendster guy what's that friendster was like the proto myspace that was like pre myspace fuck myspace is still around we should get a MySpace guy. We should get
0: a Snapchat guy. Yeah, or girl, uh, person, person. Yeah, but anyway, I I, I do hate though when when people start jumping on and, and this whole like cancel thing, you know, and they start like ah, we we need to like it, it's it is that whole witch hunt thing, mm-hmm. like you know, not everybody, not not every witch is a witch. You know what I mean? Like not yeah. everybody is
1: like back in the in the days of the, of the witches. So you know, what we're saying is, we need to um, throw Max Landis in the water, and if he, see if he floats. If he floats, he's a witch, and we should burn him. And if he, he drowns, dies, he's innocent. If he dies, he dies. Then he's innocent, right? But yeah. then he's fucking dead either way. Oh well, that was a problem back then too. Yeah, well, that was <laughs> a huge problem. Yeah. Speaking but, of things that you hate, it's time to play the, the worst. Uh, sure. uh It's the way we close every show, and uh, if you not closed out a show with us before here's how it works i'm going to give you three deaths and you are going to tell me which of these people died the worst not the oh fattiest. you're talking ta- they're going to tell you good no, i'm you relieved were. of my duty. i don't know you you were talking to them and oh, you I- said they i i misspoke then oh okay uh, i'm explaining to them how this works uh-huh. i'm going to read you a list of three deaths Who? and you you jackson Wells. damn it and I am going to read these three deaths to you, and Jackson Wells, you. Can he be trusted? Co- no. Oh. He's canceled. Um, And you are going to tell me which of these three died the worst. Are we going to call this episode Spoiled Milk? No.
0: <laughs> no <we're not. laughs> sorry, I was. It just popped in
1: my head. Spoiled Milk. Ugh. Oh, my. <laughs> so. Fuck,
0: I'm sorry. I am going to be. Can- if I'm going down, I'm fucking going down
1: <laughs> a blazing. So, Guns a blazing. So these are all like romance related deaths. Uh, love is love, and these are all about love. Love is love. Um, lo- uh, Death number one is Kurt Gödel. Kurt Gödel. It's that O with the umlaut over it. I don't know how you. Godel? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Kurt Gödel. Uh, he was an Austrian American logician and mathematician. He died of starvation. His wife was hospitalized, and he refused to eat food prepared by anyone else, and he died of starvation. Okay. So death number one is dying of starvation Yeah. because your hospitalized wife can't cook for you. Death number two was actually two deaths. Uh, it's Chelsea Ooh. Tumbleston. She'll Tumbleston for you. And Brent Tyler. They f- uh, they uh were a, a couple. Tippecanoe and Tyler, too? Tumbleston and Tyler, too. Mm. Doesn't have the same ring to it. No, Doesn't. It's old Tippecanoe. Yeah. And they were a, a couple. Uh, and Brent and Chelsea, uh, both 21 years old, so they're fairly young, fell 50 feet from a rooftop in Columbia, South Carolina, while in the throes of passion. They were making love on the roof fell 50 feet from a rooftop, and their naked bodies were found on the road by a taxi driver. Oh, fuck. So, okay. death number two yeah. is um, being in a formal way, uh, being in, being engaged in coitus. Mm. And oh, The coitus is the where... See, here's the
0: thing. I, I was literally going to say coitus, and then I stopped myself because <laughs> of... The show that you fucking hate, where they love to use the word coitus. Oh. It was big the, Bang Theory. The big
1: Bang Theory, okay. Yeah, so uh,
0: so they so. died because of the Big Bang Theory. Okay, Well, they, they
1: they died because they were fucking on a rooftop and fell off.
0: Well, that was the Big Bang Theory. Uh, bang? It wasn't a theory. It was the
1: Big Thud Theory, more like it. Ugh. The Big Splat Theory. Okay. Death number two, or death number three, rather, is Roko Onoja. Uh, oh this, yeah, 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 yeah! I remember. I was talking about
0: last week with the Ninja Turtles. That was a Rokusaki. Damn it!
1: This man ah, is a, sounds delicious. This man is not
0: Saki in the back?
1: Fresh out. Hmm. This man is not Japanese. He is Nigerian, Nigerian businessman and polygamist. He died after being forced by five of his six wives to have sex with each of them. He had been caught having sex with his youngest wife by the remaining five. And the five of them were jealous of them of him paying the youngest wife more attention than them. They demanded that he also have sex with each of them and threatened him with knives and sticks. He had intercourse with four of them in a row, uh but he stopped breathing before he reached the fifth and just kind of ran out of gas, ran out of steam. So he literally fucked to death. So to recap, death number one is starvation because you only eat your wife's cooking and your wife is hospitalized death number two falling off the roof during sex death number three five of your six wives are jealous of wife number six and they want you to all you want you to fuck there's all an of them.
0: obvious answer here there's an obvious answer for for the winner but i'm going to and there's an obvious answer for the first elimination okay. can you guess what the first elimination is going
1: to be uh six wives guy no okay no this isn't oh okay yeah it's it's the um yeah it's gonna be the the, the guy who wouldn't eat just fucking eat right yeah just you lazy eat. motherfucker L- you're not bobby sands you don't get to fucking <laughs> not understand. eat you don't get to, yeah i used to always get bobby sands and bobby seal mixed up the guy who started like the Crips or whatever it was or the black panthers. black panthers the black you panthers, fucking right. racist um i'll cancel now. <laughs> we're all cancelled there is there is God, no I revamp- can, I, I, My I, this I is can't, the
0: final episode I can't wait till the revival can't wait till we're brought back in like 20 years there's gonna be new actors playing us though oh okay um, well shit since BP Burke isn't your real name and yeah. Jackson Wells isn't mine I guess <laughs> we can just be replaced it's like that time when uh, they brought back fake <laughs> Razor and Diesel <laughs> what the hell are you talking about
1: my name is <sighs> BP Burke the grandson of Buddy Burke.
0: The, <laughs> the first You are, actually, too. That's I am. Yeah. You are <laughs> the grandson of Buddy Burke. Yes. The uh the first elimination is that guy. Is gonna be the the guy who's too lazy to fucking make himself a fucking meal. You don't even have to cook it. Just eat an apple or something. Eat eat a eat. eat produce eat, eat, eat. like like what are you trying oh i love my wife so much i can't eat something it's like, you're a fucking idiot you he deserved it i'm sorry i know you, you you don't want to say he deserved it if you have the option and you're not doing it then it's your fucking this fault. is the
1: one time i can literally say there's starving people in china that would kill to have food and you have access to it this is this is
0: the epitome of you know that that whole privilege of no it's not pr- it's it's the the you know you You play with fire, you get burned. Yeah. You you know, you go out in traffic, you're going to get hit by a car. Mm -hmm. You don't eat because your wife's not cooking it. You're a fucking moron. Sorry, guy. You're gone. He's gone. That's elimination one. Now, there's two left. Mm -hmm. There's an obvious answer to who died the worst, I think. Uh Uh-huh. But that's not going to be my winner. Okay. Yeah. Who's the winner? The winner. Actually, I don't know if there's an obvious answer. <laughs>
1: okay. Now I think about Actually, it. Actually, I don't know who's the winner. I
0: don't know who's the winner. It should be a cliffhanger. <laughs> that's, that's See, you can't call it a cliffhanger when people fell off a fucking roof. <laughs> yeah, dying. Well, well my winner is going to be the people who fell off the roof. They died the worst? I think so. And I said, obviously, it's their fault for fucking on a roof. So, that, so that's why yeah. I was having a problem with that. Yeah, I was had a problem, and, th- and then I start thinking about the the guy. But it was like, dude, he was basically murdered. He was murdered, yeah. and you know. But I already chose the people falling off the roof, okay. just because you're fucking, you don't expect that. But it's kind of like the other people. Remember that that had sex up on it, like up on like the catwalk or something or oh yeah oh oh, the piano people yeah
1: oh i remember that when you had the piano went up the piano went up and crushed them well crushed the guy and and... stuck under him like she's she lived yeah but she had a dead body like stuck to him and like stuck in her oh (laughs) oh god yeah Yeah, that, that was one of the worst of all time i think that was, that was pretty <laughs> that, bad. That's gonna be in the Who Die the Worst Hall of Fame, I think. Yeah. With the, uh, the guy who couldn't stop dancing. But, but, but the, the <laughs> he people. My whole he's <laughs> my favorite, yeah. He's, he's like. How do you think he won? He was the best ever, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but they're having sex on a roof and they fall off, but, but they fell together. They fell together. St- but then you're also, like, being found
1: naked in the street. Maybe they have, like, but body shape dead. issues. Yeah, that's true. They're
0: that's dead. They don't know. know. You know what I mean? It's like if you died and somebody put a Dallas Cowboys jersey on yeah, you, I'll you be like, they'll be, be dead. Know. You won't care. Yeah. This it's not a
1: Redskins jersey. Ugh.
0: That's not even... I mean, that's... I get it, Tony. <laughs> that was another joke from that's, one person. That's the last, yeah. uh, that's the last uh, Tony reference <laughs> we're going to be making. Look. We got a plug. Gonna, we're going to be on a show
1: soon. Well yeah, that's true. That's true. We we can plug other shows and other And yeah, Nate's gonna be starting a show soon, so like all these people we talk about, we're gonna be maybe doing their shows and maybe they'll do our show someday and it kinda have some. So to maybe you know.
0: episode twenty six on isn't gonna be much different. Probably not. No. Nah. It's gonna probably be one of those things where you're like, We need to do this
1: different than you do the things. About I'm, to like to do <laughs> I'm like Vince McMahon.
0: I'm like Vince McMahon, I'm like, we you know, we we can't have uh We can't talk about wrestling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's his new thing with the wrestling you during- can't have wrestling like they can't actually wrestle during commercial breaks like um like you have to have like some kind of natural break in the match like a, a fall ending or or something like that oh but- uh, so fucking stupid
0: well anyway my winner is gonna be the people falling off yeah going back the other guy i i feel bad like yeah you were murdered but like i don't know man good for you for having all that sex and all those wives
1: yeah That's like big love it was even bigger than big love that was only like what four wives but it was pretty fucked this up though that should love.
0: that should have been the winner this is going to be one of those like i i chose the wrong one is it or
1: is it a dusty finish who died the worst we
0: haven't done a dusty finish we haven't, we haven't. actually we I have think we have yeah we have
1: done a dusty finish i think you picked you one <laughs> one we too you died the worst Cause some girl wasn't into you. <laughs> That's right. Oh, that was
0: the "Er, no magic" uh, story.
1: Yeah, yeah. Fucking bitch. Am I allowed to say bitch anymore? No, no. You're canceled, and Damn so it. are we. This we're is not, why This is why we're taking the week off next week. Are we taking the week off next week? <laughs> I mean, I, you know what this it is. This is basically a double episode.
0: Yeah, we should make it a two-parter. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do a break we we'll, like stay tuned for the second half next week was can
1: just have a, a sized episode oh this week supersized yeah all right but i well, think that's about it um again don't be mean to gay people because they're gay yeah uh I think if there's anything you could take from this besides a lot of shit uh don't be mean to gay people because they're gay don't be mean to anybody because they're just not like you and don't eat a taco bell no, you can eat a Taco Bell. No, you can't.
0: No, Taco Bell, fuck you. You're not sponsoring us. I don't want
1: your fucking sponsorship. I do. You can just give me all the money. I'll take it. You can pay me in tacos. Actually, no, you can pay me in I videos. will go back. If, if if Taco Bell
0: sponsored us, I would go back and d- delete every fucking... <laughs> I would delete every time I talk shit about Taco Bell and just keep, like, Del Taco in there or something. Yeah. What so, What's... What are the ones we, we used to go uh, go to uh, Burger King? Yeah, Burger King had like
1: the Jack in the Box tacos. Jack in the Box tacos, yeah. yeah. They did They did that for a little bit. They were bit.
0: fucking delicious when Burger King did those, man. What was that, 99? Somewhere, uh, 2000, 2000? a little bit later, I think.
1: It was, I think it was around the time SOCOM. Like, we were playing a lot of SOCOM.
0: Really? It was that yeah. late? Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, that's all for this
1: week. Be, uh, good, to every, be good to each other. That, that's That's the moral yeah. of the story.
0: Love each other. Love is love.
1: Just and, don't do it on a rooftop. Yeah. You might fall off and get found naked by a cab driver.
0: Yeah, and that's the worst. The cab driver part was the yuckiest. Yeah, Luke, <laughs> probably some stinky sweaty guy. It's Like,
1: using an Uber. It's 2000. Yeah. I think that happened in like 2008. They didn't have Uber back then. Do we have anything to plug before we head yes. out
0: here? Yes. Yes, we do. Okay. We could plug projecthumanoid.com. It's P R O J E C T h u m a n o i d dot com. Uh you could go to shop
1: up up and running now, don't
0: you? Uh, we sure do. Yeah, you could go. You could buy uh, murder my dude hat and murder my dude uh, shirts. And I, I think that's all that I really have on there right now. I didn't want to saturate the shop with with too many things. I just uh I, I I'm one of those people where I like a smaller menu. Yeah, you know, where you just have yeah hey, Taco less- Bell, just Taco Burrito. No, they have a lot of shit on their shitty uh, fucking uh. menu. I think it's a slap in the face to Mexican people. <laughs> I, I do. I think it's a slap in the face. God, it started.
1: wasn't even fucking Mexican. No, it. he was like a white dude. Yeah, from California. The Look thing that. His name was Bell. That's why it's called Taco Bell. Yeah. I think it was Art Bell. Started Taco oh, Bell. A fucking
0: culture vulture. Yeah. You know, you're not allowed to do that. What's it called? What are Appropriation. the Appropriation. Yeah, culture. Oh, really it's inappropriate. That. I... By the way, I I I'm, again I think that's something twenty five and younger get offended by. You know, like when they call people culture vultures. Like, stop it. Just anybody could fucking take anything from anybody's culture. You want to be a a black dude on St. Patty's Day dressing like a leprechaun? Do it. You want to uh, you want to wear an Indian headdress? Do it. It's okay. It's literally okay to do these. You're not really hurting anybody's feelings. You're just you're just not. We're all we should all be one people like we should we should just be all one fucking loving group of people that that share with each other you know i, I don't i don't like division i don't like i don't like that stuff i don't like the
1: i like multiplication have children when people who don't look yeah. like you so we're all one
0: yeah we don't die we multiply that's right babies kids anyway so love babies. go to projecthumanoid.com uh check out up- upcoming uh podcasts. We we have some other ones that the works. Um check out our shop. Uh if you have questions or comments, there's a questions and comments section. You can email us at murdermydude at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at murder my dude. Find us on Instagram at murdermydude. Find us on Facebook at Podcast, my dude. Podcast my dude. They don't like murder on Facebook. They don't like them. We say that every episode. We, we do. But yeah. it's it, it's important to note. All right. So uh stay tuned for the next uh episode of murder my dude which is going to be completely different it's going to have a whole new facelift and whole new hosts and whole new wait what what we've been we're being replaced yeah oh management said that we're done no we've been canceled we have been canceled yeah
1: it's just gonna be us with different names i just got
0: an internal memo oh yeah we are management (laughs) oh shit yeah, i just texted you with it
1: oh damn you didn't get the text you are coming back under a hood next oh wait we can't do wrestling reference that's gonna be the last one We're coming back under a hood next week, or whenever we do it. Maybe it'll be the week after. Maybe it'll be like a Independence, my dude. It'll be a 4th of July-themed episode or something.
0: Independence. We can talk about independent wrestling. We can talk about independent wrestling murders. That's a great... I love it. Instead of Independence. Independence. (laughs) 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 That's too many... Oh, that's true. It's a lot of... I like it. Independence. Talk about the independent wrestling. Yeah, it's cool. Independent wrestling murder. Do we have any? We'll have to find some. I I, I
1: thought of one right off the top of my head. Really? Yeah. Huh. Happened just last year, as a matter of fact. Oh, shit. There's a guy we watched wrestle quite a bit, actually. And a murder? There's a murder? Yeah. Well, what the? It was a murder-suicide. And that is a cliffhanger. So we'll see you uh, next time for more murder. My dude. I think I'm going to order Taco Bell and watch Bebe's Kids.